though. I mean, I think yeah, right. Yeah, it, I think it'd be easier for the dailies. I mean, you look you look all right without him. You know I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. You, you look dead on your brother though, right now. You look dead on real right now. Yeah, that's facts. That's you, facts. You like a, you like a fat rail. <laughs> Why well, gotta be a fat rail though? <laughs> my bad. My, what was I gonna call you? Thick rail. God damn, thick rail. Thick, you thick <laughs> rail. Right. I'm, a, I'm not about to call you thick rail. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been wild. Real, bro. Yeah, you rello. Sure. You rello. <laughs> rello. Yeah, been wild as hell. You calling me thick rail. Right. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, real. Yeah. Hey, real? You done got real. thick with it, real. <laughs> real done got husky. Ever call me thick rail, nigga. <laughs> Y'all wild as fuck. All right, turn your cameras on. Good morning. Turn y'all cameras off so we can do this intro. Good morning. And welcome to Normal Convos Pod, where we dissect, discuss, analyze, and share our views on today's current topics. And more importantly, things we believe should be normalized as talking points in the Black community, the country, and ultimately society's culture. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Brought to you by Scout Solutions, Inc., where we help you get your confidence back. So come in, sit down, and enjoy your weekly dose of normality. Normal Convos Pod. Mm. My father is back. Medium shirt, daddy. <laughs> Beat your motherfucking ass in the street fighter. Put some money up. Normal convos pod. Mm. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hope y'all like that intro. For sure. For sure. We're going to get to more of that shit. Maybe tweak that shit a little bit. We were supposed to do it last week, but fuck it. We, we forgot. Lazy, so. that, that, yeah, let's, let's just call it what it was. We forgot. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Lazy as shit. Wasn't fuck thinking it. about it. We had other shit to do. We'll get to it, though. No, E. Well, I told uh, I told Bobby like he had the uh, the, the Tommy Buns glasses on from Belly. <laughs> Belly, <laughs> you you B M you B M X. B M X. That's a new AKA. B M X. That's fucking hilarious. Oh shit! That's a new AKA, yo. That's funny as oh, shit. You 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 Bobby Buns. <laughs> I ain't going Bobby Buns, but Bobby that's Buns. Buns. That sound a little wild, but uh, that do sound a little wild. Bobby that's Buns, wild yo, <laughs> uh, Bobby Buns. That's wild as shit. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Good morning, YouTube. 
What's going good on? Morning. Good morning to our listenership. Uh, right, if you're happy listening Monday. to this on Wednesday, you watching Happy, happy Monday. Monday? Yeah, for sure. Right. If you're watching Happy Fucking Monday, if you're listening, sure. Happy Wednesday. Facts. Happy Hump Day. Happy hump Super Hump can. Day. Please hump something if you can. We're trying to get it in. Um, no, before we start, of course, uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, Turn on your push notifications. Hit that little bell yeah. somewhere on this fucking hit screen. The bell. Give us some likes, and, uh, some shares, some engagement. Yeah, for sure. Comment on yeah. the shit. Like tell us there. you hate us. Tell us you like us. It's whatever. Yeah, we down for whatever. whatever. Send All us some engagement counts. Yeah, definitely send us some uh, fan mail at normalconvospod at gmail. Uh, you can DM any one of us or the pod account. Uh, fan mail, questions, um, Topic ideas, anything you guys might want us to talk about or want to hear from us about this, whatever. Bone glasses, whatever. You know what I mean? Tell us. Bobby Buns. <laughs> the Bobby Buns. Um, yeah, you know, reach out to us, fuck with us. You know, you know how we give it up. So it, it kind of is what it is. Yeah, definitely. We definitely talk back. Um, but welcome to episode 59. Uh, I am your host, Brandon, aka the Pod Father, aka I kind of look like my brother Rail today, aka um soccer father, aka perfect family man, aka uh Brandonce, aka DJ Chef Boy RB, aka Pod Shiesty, aka Pod Wave, aka Potty Rich. AKA Buttstop Brewster, AKA Butthole Brewster, AKA a whole bunch of other shit. Um, and I'm here with my guys, of course. Yeah, boy RB. My, 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 my the brothers. Underpotter. The Underpotter, of course. Triple Pod. <laughs> Urban Pod, Shyster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of another one the other day. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, Trey. Yo, the fucking movement. And he posted a uh, he posted a poem yesterday, and I, I scrolled past it. I meant to go back and listen to it. My bad. Oh, about yeah. Yeah, yeah, I look at that shit too fast. Yeah, I I listen to that shit. Of course, I shared it because that's my nigga. Um, but yeah, I'm here with my business partners, my brothers, my guys. Of course, we got Bobby Buns. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Buns. <laughs> uh, this is Bobby, aka um, Aries the God, aka um, the reference God, aka the sh- the graphic shirt God in this motherfucker, aka God, um, Thanks. aka um, Bobby Drake, the motherfucking Ice Man. There we go. Shout- Thanks, Demon De- De- Trey. Yeah, this this X Man shirt dope. Um, aka um, <laughs> Bobby Buns apparently. <laughs> AKA BMX. Um, BMX. Uh, what's my AKA I put up today? Oh, Money Pod Yo. Uh, AKA um, <laughs> um, shit. King Petty, Petty Spaghetti, Deacon Petty, Watt, Petty White. Um, Bob Shell, the background singer. Um, Jizzy Boy Senior slash the porn historian. Um. <laughs> Uh, Rowdy Potty Piper. It, it's a bunch of names I'm probably forgetting. Damn, this nigga right still now. going? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but I'm gonna man. go ahead and um pass it to my guy over here. 
Yo, 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 good morning, people. Good morning. This is your boy Everett, aka Mr. Tell It Like It Is, aka Mr. Medium Shirt Daddy. Facts. AKA Where's look at the these Mother nipples. and the Daughter. AKA Look at these nipples. AKA Where the Mediums at. AKA Pod Podgotti. Shouts out to Money Bag. Money Pod, yo. Yeah, I was thinking of um, you could have been yo Bobby, but uh, <laughs> either way, yo, we here, we here. I don't remember all the rest of them, but we are oh, here, y'all. Medium Luther, <laughs> yeah, Schmedium Luther, Schmedium Luther, mm, bam, mm. bam, dig a hole, bam, bam, dig a hole. Oh, that's a that's a throwback, I forgot all about that one, bam, bam, dig a hole. Um, AKA, I'll be at the church. AKA, um, <laughs> AKA, AKA, Pastor Pimp a lot. AKA, um, I'll be, I, hey, I try to bless the young ladies. That's why they get on their knees. Um, yeah. AKA, yeah. I go on missionary trips. Missionary trips, right. Not doggy style, missionary trips. This nigga stupid. Too early. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Let oh, daddy shit. bless you. Let daddy bless you. How was y'all week? Stray, Stray what's up? Uh, if you want to comment, bro, come over to the pod page or come to YouTube. We ain't going to be able to see your uh, comments from where you watch it from. Uh, yo, yo, my yo. week was good, man. I uh, My week was good. My weekend was tough. Um. My whole fucking family was sick this week, bro. Last week. My whole family, bro. Like, uh, so remember that, that, what was that, that Friday? Friday before? The Friday before the, uh, QWAP pod. Shout out QWAP, of course. Shout out, it's a Hard Knock Life podcast. They made their debut this past Friday. Shout out, Annie. Shouts out. Um, but, uh, so the Friday before the the Battle of the Sexist episode, I was sick as shit. Like I had like a twenty four hour bug or something. Yeah, COVID. but I was I was out, nigga. I, I think it was COVID. Now looking back, no bullshit. I think it was COVID. But uh, wifey was sick that week. Then I got sick, and then Sunday, um, baby girl got sick, and she went to the hospital Monday. Her she had strep. She was positive for strep Monday. Tuesday, her COVID results came back. She had COVID. And then Tyler went to the hospital Tuesday. He was negative for strep. His COVID results came back Wednesday. He had strep. Mm. And the, or not strep, uh, COVID. So Natalie and Tyler ended up having COVID at the same time. So my week wasn't nothing but going to work and coming straight home type shit. Like, I didn't do no moving, no, you know what I'm saying? No going nowhere, nothing. And then um, this past weekend, we had uh, our final tournament of the of the, uh, of the season. And uh, we played two games Sunday. And then that fucking, that storm came through. So it kind of fucked us up. It canceled our games for Sunday. So we ain't even get to finish out the tournament. Which was kind of fucked up because it would have been the boys' last two games of the season. So we kind of got jipped on our on our uh on our last two games. So everybody got credited with a tie, which was bullshit. But 
It was so what it was. Lil E was the only one that wasn't sick. Yeah, Elijah, but Elijah quarantined himself. Like that nigga come home and go in his fucking room and play the game or go outside and play with his friends. He quarantined away from us <laughs> when when it ain't like sick y'all. time. Yeah, for real, for real. But yeah, that was that was my week. Uh, e, how was your week? Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic. My week yes, was fantastic. My week was fantastic. Did a lot of uh, stuff at the church. Um, got a lot accomplished. Um, hey. It was a week of prayer. Praise oh, Jesus. Praise. Uh, Pray, praise he do the toxicity it? God. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't she do it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the question. I, 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 hey, Won't he do it? Won't she do it? Won't they do it? I mean, you know, you know where Aaron we are. We gotta use your pronouns. Won't he, she, or they do it? <laughs> <laughs> Won't he, she, they do nah, it? Bobby, don't turn off your mic, Bobby. Take the smoke, nigga. <laughs> you know you gotta use the right pronouns these days. Don't he, she, your, them do it. Don't turn your camera off, nigga. We going uh, down. We all going down. No, hey, I'm not. You gotta, you gotta use the right pronouns. Yeah, he, them, they do it. Oh, hey, it's a friend of mine's birthday. I don't know if she want me to say her day, but hey, happy birthday to you. You know who you are. Mm, happy you birthday. Um, happy, <laughs> happy birthday, congregation. <laughs> where's, where's my church music? Where's my sister, church music? Sister Johnson, Sister Johnson, appreciate you. Thank sister. you for your contribution. Be contribution to the church. Call a sister, call, call a sister B. Sister B. Sister B. Sister B. Thank you for your sister contribution Betty. to the church. We appreciate you. Sister Woo! Betty. Every every new AKA um Reverend Duron. Y'all remember um Reverend Duron the old um I know ever remember because he listened to that old ass. Yes, I was kid. listening to True this morning and watch your ass. I was listening to it. That, that AKA Reverend Duron. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> Oh, uh, how was your week, Bobby? Oh shit. Um my week was pretty cool actually, man. Um the um I had the twins this week. Um How they doing? They doing good, man. They doing good. Um I ain't seen my nephew and my niece in a little minute, man. I'm sorry y'all we don't go to the basement no more. I know, right? Um, but yeah, we kicked it. We I mean I've been I've been chilling this week, man. I um helped my sister with some painting yesterday um for her new Airbnb. Shout out to my sister Keisha. You know what I mean? Hey, um, shout out to the up, um the um, the best um child development center. I can't remember the name the name of her daycare, but shout out to her daycare, shout out to her eight on uh, her Airbnb. She got one over in um one downtown and she has one over in um Westwood now. Okay. I mean, um, like Chevy, sorry, Chevy. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, they they that's both two good spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially that one, um, that one downtown. She said she just got a a good client in there, trying to stay in there for like a month, working P and G. Yeah, so, she gonna kill. She gonna kill it downtown. Man, I know because that location down there where she at is like right there by um by um Duke Energy Convention Center. Ooh, okay. okay. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. Local, um, and like, it's right outside. Of, it's like almost right outside of town. So yeah, that's a great. That's a great location. Yeah, it's right there by a bunch of um breweries and all that other type of shit. Y'all, y'all know oh, yeah. downtown. It's oh, a walking yeah. distance to the banks. That's what's up? All yeah, she about to eat. Fountain Square. Oh, she about to eat. She yeah. about to eat. You could drop your kids off and go get drunk. That's what's up, man. Well, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, not the daycare. I'm talking about her Airbnb. The, oh. um, the daycare right. is on Montgomery Road over in Silverton. Well, hey, you can still go up to Silverton, drop them off, go downtown, stay at the Airbnb, and get drunk. There you go. Facts. Facts. That's being a good parent. That's being a good parent. <laughs> That's, That's being a responsible parenting. parent. That's parenting That's responsible parenting. Man. But Ooh. yeah, my, my week was good, yo. Um, yeah, again, or uh, you know, before I start again, shout out Mufaro Limited. Um my guy Mufaro was popping. Uh I know he uh he been talking lately, so I know he uh I don't know. I don't want to make an announcement for that nigga, but shout out to Mufaro. Uh, I know my nigga was down in Atlanta making money. Be like, I don't want to make an announcement to him. Yeah, I don't want to do it right. for him. But um, okay. he 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 didn't say it yet, right? He didn't. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, he ain't so announced it, but he he, this is shit he been hitting. He been hitting. He been dropping okay. hints. If y'all follow that nigga, he been dropping hints. So okay, well he he ain't uh, ready yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pastor was popping. Hey yo, I was watching um I was watching uh it's a hard knock life the other day. This motherfucker let my motherfucking braids have it on the show. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. That's how we're giving it up. Shout out Bendova. Bendova. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Well, fuck it. Let's get right into the shits, man. Let's get to my bullshit this week. Uh I got late, I got layered bullshit today. Um it's gonna lead me into. It's gonna it, no. It's gonna lead. It's gonna lead us into a topic. So depending on where we go for. Um, Eighteen minutes in. Yeah, it will be an hour see. and a half when we finish. <laughs> let's see. Um, <laughs> did y'all know that Steven Spielberg directed The Color Purple? No, I've never yeah. even seen The Color Purple. Neither have I. Take my black card if you need to. I ain't never Same seen it. Same here. I ain't never seen it either. I just found that out the other day, though. Steven Spielberg. Why is it part of your bullshit? I got to ask. Why is it part of my bullshit? Because of the topic that it's going to bring me to. Okay. Um, It's part of my bullshit because that's that's the way I want to intro it. But I just kind of wanted to put that information out there because who the fuck would have thought Steven Spielberg would have directed The Color Purple out of all people? It's not too far-fetched. I can see it. An old Jewish white man, black people. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it happens every day. That's true. Yeah. I just it, it it threw me for a loop because when I think Steven Spielberg, especially back then, I think ET. ET. I, <laughs> I don't think Color Purple. <laughs> like that was wild as fuck when I found that out. Um, but the topic that it brought me to was, um, especially in our wheelhouse, why do we, outside of Steven Spielberg. Why do we praise directors? Um, why do we praise directors and writers and actors and all that type of shit for making the same movie over and over and over? 
but we don't do that with our rappers and our singers and our, you know what I'm saying? We always want them to reinvent themselves, come up with a new, come up with a new flow, come up with a new sound, come up with, you know what I'm saying? Why can't we let our, our rappers and our entertainers do the same thing over and over and over? But we'll accept it from the movie, the movie industry. Mm, I don't think we have the same view of them. I mean, let's keep it real. We none of us really look at directors as real artists, honestly. Um, I do. I mean, I can see why you say that, but usually they're just trying to piece together or bring to life whatever the create. I mean. I'm not sure if you could consider them a creative. I mean, I guess they could be, but usually they're bringing somebody else's vision or script together. Um, not to discredit the profession, but we just we don't have the same view of them as, say, an artist where you got to go in that studio. You got to write all the content. Directors don't write. You know what I mean? Right. The um, good ones do. Um, I'm I'd be lying if I said I'm entirely uh, familiar with what a director does like that. Um, I'm sure it's more than just go and cut. I'm sure it's more than that. But so um, the way I the way I look at a director, the way I look at a director is the way that um, is the way that I look at the way that I look at engineers in the music profession where engineers nine times out of 10, they don't produce the beat. They don't, um, they don't write the lyrics. They don't do none of that. But as an engineer, an engineer has a certain ear Yeah. where it's like, uh, maybe you shouldn't say it like this. You could say it like that. Or, you know, bring that pitch up a little higher or pause a little bit more in between these words because you know what I'm saying? I'm putting this together. So, this is how it's going to sound good. That's the way that I look at directors. Um, and the reason oh, the that... kind of do that same... They in that same kind of wheelhouse? Yeah. Kinda like, okay, well, and, and you know, with that logic, um, directors are, you know, like, kind of creative. They help with the creation yeah. process. Yeah. What's up, Jamie? And that, and what's up, Jamie? And that, that is true, Jamie. I think yeah, as an cool. overall point, I think that is true over as a, a, uh, for overall point. Um, but the reason that I combated the the, the creator thing, um, one is because of my bias with Mufaro. Um, I've watched him direct shit, and for me, I look at any form of entertainment, any type of creation. I look at it all as art. Art is very multifaceted. It cannot just be limited to one thing. I think that good podcasters are artists. I think that, you know, good radio personalities are artists. I think that good TV shows, TV show hosts are artists. Like any form of entertainment to me is a form of art. Whether it's done well or not, that's up for interpretation for the person It's subjective. But for me, it's like even outside of Mufaro, when you look at something, you're creating something. Like you said, E, they're, they're putting somebody else's ideas together, but the person that had that idea, 
doesn't know how to present it. So you have to go to somebody that can create that vision. Mm -hmm. So that's why for me with directors, I looked at it as art. Because if you bring me a script and you know how it, you know how you want it to be presented as far as how you wrote it, but you're, you don't, you don't have the capabilities more often than not. You don't have the capabilities to put it on the screen and bring the audience into that world. Like yeah. Michael, Michael Bay, Steven Spielberg, Zack Snyder, the, the Wachowski Kevin brothers, Kevin Feige. Like there's a long list of directors that nobody can do what they do. Nobody can make a Transformers like Michael Bay can make a Transformers. Nobody can make a Matrix like the Wachowski brothers make a Matrix. Nobody can make a superhero Singleton, movie like Black John movie. Singleton is definitely up there. And rest in peace, John Spike Singleton. Lee. Yep, Spike Lee is up there. Like it's certain, there. We've, been, we've been talking. Yeah, all for sure. Um, but there's a lot of people that just can't make movies like other people can make movies. Right. Nobody's yeah. gonna make another ET that's gonna last the generations like ET did. They're redoing the color purple, but the color purple is not gonna be like the Steven Spielberg color purple. Who's doing it? They're dude. doing. They're doing. White man can jump again. White man can't. Oh, fucking, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard Jack, Jack Harlow. Har be in. Jack Harlow, punk ass, gonna be in that shit. Excuse but me? Jack Harlow. What? I don't what hate Jack that? Harlow. Jack Harlow is gonna be the white man that can't jump. Oh, we got to shout okay. out Ryan Coogler too. Ryan Coogler for sure. Like, okay. All right. I, that's me, uh, that's where I went with my directors though. Like that's that's the only reason I, I look at it as art is because it's something that the average person can't do. Anybody can take a camera and film art. some shit. It is. When they just look at it art, it actually is art. Like it's people a had to put their time and skill into that. Like that's something they created. Like showing like a director, the way I look at it is they showing you what you're supposed to see, how they how they envision it and all that. That that takes a certain type of skill. Like so, yeah that that is art. That's an art within itself. Like, um, being able to show like different perspectives and just make it like dope and shit. You know what I mean? That's an art within itself. I don't think everybody can do that. So directors are artists, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, let me uh, present something. Okay. Tyler Perry. Okay. That's an artist through and through. Yeah. Yeah. But Don't I think you I think he receives the same criticism that about artists who do the same thing over and over? Uh, uh, yeah, that's I figured. He does, but he's one of the only ones. And I also think that's because he's black. So that's my own bias. I don't want to make everything. I don't, I don't want to make everything racy, but yes. Does fucking uh, Liam Neeson get backlash for doing Taken a thousand times? He's done Taken 700 times. It depends on who you talk to. It depends on who you talk to for that. Like, cause I, I mean, I, I for one know that it's just everything he does is just taken over and over again. And I think you know, with the Tyler Perry thing, um, I think the thing is not so much, um, not so much criticism because he's you know black, because we can't we can't take away that he's an amazing creator. I think oh no, not at I all. I think people are mad because like I think they ex 
they are expecting more from Tyler Perry. I think they're tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. And like, I, we know you can do something different. Why don't you do something different? Are I they think, though? Because motherfuckers keep buying his shit. Motherfuckers yeah, I mean, keep motherfuckers keep buying out his movies. He dropped that shit that that new Medea movie on Netflix. That shit was number one for a couple of weeks on the yeah. top ten movies in the U.S. Like that's what like that's that's my point though. Even with people complaining and you know whatever whatever, this <laughs> motherfucker still do the same shit. He do the same not and and it's not even really the same shit. Like at least for me, I think he get more flack because of the fucking wigs and the bullshit. Like his shit don't look realistic when it comes to the screen, but it don't look like yeah. You know I'm saying like he's not doing this. Like, Medea, even though he's playing a character, the movies just feature Medea. He's not doing a. He's not doing um. What's one of his famous ones? I can do bad all by myself or. He's not doing that every single time. You know what I'm saying? He's not doing a version of that every single time. Like Liam Neeson and Jason Statham, they play the same exact character in every movie with damn near the same plot. So it's like they really don't have like it it it's perceived as they don't have much range outside of that. Yeah. Like Liam Neeson and Jason Statham, I could get it. It I don't, don't it don't seem like it. Like, when was the last time you seen Jason Statham in a, a romantic comedy or some shit? You know what I'm saying? Because look right. at, look at, I mean, even Dwayne like Johnson. Sylvester Stallone, even Sylvester Stallone, he was an action star, but at least he did like different types of action movies. He did Rocky, he did uh, Get Carter, which didn't do so good. He was able to do um, uh, Rambo, uh, The Expendables. There are different types of movies that he can do. So I, yeah. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean, let's see, let's see Jason Statham do a, something other than the Transporter. Um, let's yeah. see Liam Neeson do something other than Taken. Let's see him do like you know, like a Matrix type thing. Or but it's like <sighs> a more. At the same I take time, a like what else can some of those guys do though? That. And I I agree to some extent, but then you also have the likes of Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson out there who have played the child role where they've been like that pacifier shit and the babysitter. And then yeah. they went and did the super action-y movies. And then they went and did the super, uh, the love triangle shit. And like now their movies are more tiered towards action but they're able to show off so many different facets of acting. It doesn't seem like they're doing the same movie yeah, over the, and the over. The Rock over. got some range. He he can do different yeah. movies. He can do action I movies think, and shit. And I, I think I Vin Diesel do too. Scraper, that was dope. Um, yeah, and he did Rampage. Yeah, like um, Jumanji. Um, like he said, this he new did shit, the, um, the boat cruise. That that movie is actually fire though. That new movie, The Boat Cruise, that shit is actually fire on Disney+. Plus. I mean, The Rock started out as a wrestler. That's that's active within itself. I mean, most of them are bad actors, but Rock, yeah. The Rock was one of the um, <laughs> he was one of the few that made it. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to The Rock, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bing. And you know what? To 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 um to back up Bean's point, um, some people work themselves into a great corner. 
Yeah, a yeah. corner where I don't have to be multifaceted. I've worked myself into a spot to where this is what you expect from me. This is what I'm going to give you. And I'm going to keep giving it to you until you don't want it no more. Um, back to my original point, there are no rappers or singers that are in that category where they've worked themselves. I mean, there are. I ain't gonna lie because Pusha T, Pusha T is in Pusha T is in that in that class. Griselda yeah. is in that class. Yeah. Jay is in that class. Like we can listen to them niggas talk about coke forever. Yeah, Jeezy yeah. was in that Jay class. Ain't talking, Jay ain't talking about coke no more for real, and he's still alive. So he can't well, yeah, but if, if but if Jay would have never stopped talking about coke, Jay Z would still be Jay Z. Jay-Z would still be the Jay-Z that we love and that we, you know what I'm saying, that mo some people idolize, some people want to be. He would still have that notoriety if he didn't stop talking about Coke. The same way that we, the same way that we, that we love Push. I think Jay became the Jay he is because he, he could talk about more than Coke. I mean, he wasn't talking about Coke all the time. He was, you know I mean, he was, a lot of times he was talking about stunting, but he, if you listen, he had bars in there too where he was like, you know, trying to teach people some game and shit like that before um four 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 came out. Like oh, yeah. motherfuckers don't listen. He didn't have he didn't have to talk. I think Jay is Jay because he could talk about more than just Cope. Yeah, that's facts. And I think that's Jeezy Jeezy painted himself into that corner though. Jeezy <laughs> took himself out of that corner with this latest album. Where I thought it was good because I still appreciate rapping ability and all that type of stuff, but his stuff, his substance wasn't wasn't really where I wanted it to be. I'm used to Jeezy being a coke rapper, the same way with Gotti. Like Gotti's a coke rapper, but when he came out with that album, he gave us both sides of him. He's like, like, "Look, that. this is what y'all love me for. I'm gonna give y'all this coke rap, and then I'm gonna teach y'all about I'm gonna teach y'all about equity. I'm gonna teach y'all about." you know, uh, uh, credit. I'm going to teach y'all about owning property. I'm going to teach y'all about blah, 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 blah. Like, I like that version. Like, I'm down with both. Still give me what I love you for, but show me that you got something else in the tuck, too. Like, I, I like that. I, I, I did like, like that, that about 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 that Yo Gotti album. That shit was fine. Even, even if you don't like the, 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 free, like the free game part of it, at least you still had, you know, the other shit you can go to. The like, I'm on some cold gangster shit. About to get kicked out the industry. Like, yeah, I mean, right. he, still, he still had that for you. So I like when rappers do that. Give you both sides. Right. And then even with even with um with R and B, like we don't get that same. We we I think we expect more from our singers than we do from our rappers. Yeah. I think yeah. we expect more from the R&B people than we do. Like, we expect them to be extremely multifaceted in what they present to us because nobody wants you here. Wants to, like, you get your heartbroken, like your Mary J, your Mary J blueprint, where it was all that heartbroken, I'm, I'm broken, my relationships have been fucked up, blah, 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 blah. You get hurt, Mary, for so long. When you get happy, Mary, it's like, eh. I'm used to hurt Mary. Give me hurt Mary back. Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But then you so get hurt Mary and you're like, oh. Yeah, like, it, it's like, we, we, I think where in movies, they work themselves into a corner. I think in music, we put them in that corner. If that makes sense. Like, we'll tell them, like, hey, 
we want the old you. Like we say that shit all the time. Yeah. I want the old this person. I want the old that person. I want the old Kanye. That's, that's the yeah. Thing. Like old we Kanye try to put them. We try to put them in a corner that they necessarily don't want to be in. And I think that could really fuck it up more. Mm-hmm. But we we accept we accept the where we back to my original point where I think we accept it from movies. We don't ex, we don't accept it from our singers and our rappers, but we'll try to force them to go back. We might not accept that they're doing the same thing, but we'll try to keep them there. It's like we'll yeah, ask for you, something you different. They do something. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah, it's weird as shit, man. It's weird as shit. I mean, um, I, it's just what you like is what you like. I don't want to hear Pusha talk about happy stuff. I want cocaine. <laughs> yeah, facts. I, I mean, that's that's nice and all. I like you. I like it when you grow as an artist. That's that's fantastic. But I, I want to hear that's cocaine. That's what there for. The balance. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah, balance. Exactly. Of, to give you yeah, some biblical if, biblical references and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I hope that clips get that back together. I hope we get a clips album. But oh, I'm there. I'm there. I, I'm there. That that was the most hearing Malice come back on the Pusha T shit was the most exciting shit on that album for me. And I'm not trying to disrespect the album, but I, I've missed Malice. So I know for ahead. damn sure if I hear Benny talking about love, I'm not listening to the next Griselda album. Um. I'm skipping that song. I'm definitely skipping that song. I mean, I understand he got to sell records and do what he got to do to move product, and you know, you got to play the game. But I don't, I don't want to hear about Benny and Yo Ma. And I don't, I don't want to hear that. I, right. No thing. I, I, I want See, cocaine. I, I want right. to know about the plug and the brick. That's and that's it. That's, that's, that's it. What I want. I want That's plugs. You I mean. met seventeen. No. <laughs> Thank you. And this time, oh, actually shit. named the plugs you met, like type shit. Right? Nah, fuck that. Don't be snitching. <laughs> See, look, Bob, you only took twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> so, we're we're forty minutes in. <laughs> we was at eighteen. We was at eighteen when we started. Now we at thirty eight. All right, where we want to start? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Let me tell you guys about a show that I picked up. All right. Now, a certain individual who shall remain nameless uh, put me up on a show. It's on Netflix. It's called Love on the Spectrum. Okay. Oh, it's about people with autism? Find yes. out. What yes. about growth? What about growth? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Real, real quick. Let's, 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 let's answer this last question and then we'll move on. Man, okay. fuck, bro. We don't want to see Benny grow up. We want to hear Coke shit. Now I'm playing. <laughs> Shout out to Sheikah. <laughs> I mean, I can appreciate the growth while not wanting to hear it. Yeah. Well put. Well because put. especially the example I use more often than not is Push. Push is not selling Coke no more. He's don't mm-hmm. got no plugs nowhere. Push is a businessman, but this nigga still rap about Coke and we still want to hear it. You can still grow as an individual and rap about what you've been through and what you know about the game. And that's cool. I don't need you to, I don't, I can let you grow as an individual and not need you to grow as an artist. 
if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't no. need you to grow me. I don't need you to grow as an artist. I love you for what you give me. And if I'm going to keep buying your albums and I'm going to keep listening to your shit, no matter how many times you drop the same Coke, I mean, it ain't the same Coke album, but for for this <laughs> argument, <laughs> for this argument, no matter how many times you drop that same Coke album, I'm going to listen because you have an excellent level of rapping. And let's be honest, like, even though Push raps about the same shit, he's rapping about the Coke shit all the time. We all know Pushy got away with words to make it, you know what I mean? He still, he he could be rapping that Coke shit and he's still making it exciting. Yeah, because like, he's talking about the same Coke. He's been talking about the same Coke for 20 years and we still love 2002. it. 2002. 20 years he's been talking about the same Coke and we still love it. <laughs> yeah. Because his so, wordplay is exciting. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's, it's very captivating. Yeah, so that's really oh. what that is. Chick. It's not that we don't we don't want the artist to grow. I'm sorry, we don't want the. It's not that we don't want the person to grow. The person can grow perfectly fine. Yeah, but yeah. if we like you, to grow. yeah, we don't need your artistry to grow. Your rapping ability, yes, grow your rapping ability. But as far as your music and what you're putting out, we don't need that to grow. We just need you to get better at your craft. Or if it does grow, do like Yo Gotti did. Give us both sides of it. Yeah, that give me both. Choice on what we want to listen to. Yeah, and his fucking free game part of the album was fire too. It was so it was fire. If you have a, if you have an excellent, if you have, if you can rap, if you can really rap, and you are a bar smith, it don't matter what you put out. The niggas that fuck with you are going to listen. I was talking shit about Benny, but if Benny put out a fucking love album, I'm gonna listen to that shit because Benny gonna love be able to album, put the nah, fucking words. If he words. put out a love album, I'm done with Griselda. You gonna fucking listen to it though? Oh wow! Listen to it, though. I'm not listening to a love album. Yes, you will, because Benny can fucking rap. Are you talking to speak for yourself. I'm not listening Whatever. to a love album from Griselda. Yes, album? you are. No, get back Some to your business. Get back to your business. No. Okay. Well, before we close that off, so. <laughs> So just to end it, do y'all like when dudes grow? Pause. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not answering that one. I'm not answering that one. He tried, like to, he with... tried to trap us. Ever <laughs> you listening to a love album from Griselda from Benny? Do you like it when men grow? All right. What, what, what you what you benching? <laughs> yeah, Shika. Uh, yes and no, Shika. Mm, That's listen, a tough. You make you gonna have love, you going you. She tried to push this an hour. Uh 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 uh. <laughs> love on the spectrum on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to. I promised the individual that told me about this show that I would not present it as if I'm making fun of anyone. Disclaimer: That is not what we do here. Um, this is everybody a should be respected. Space. Right. I love yeah. autism. So. Yeah. Semi-safe. Yes. Uh, people with autism looking for love. Um, okay. I was not interested in this at first, but after only a few minutes, I was into it. I was glued to the TV. Now, it's something that I've never thought about before. People with, um, I don't want to say disabilities, but who may be uh, different in a way. That have the desire mental, to mental handicaps yeah, yeah have the desire to partner up or they have needs and urges just like everybody else yeah it's a basic human need yeah um 
but watching it, it watch how they go about it, it, it was different to me. Um, it, it was fascinating in a way because it's, it's stuff that you don't consider. Um, Thank you, Bing. Um, well, on this show, uh, on this show, they, they identified as having autism. So that's what they said themselves. And, and not and not to be funny, not not everybody knows what the spectrum is. So you, you gotta sometimes you gotta use the term people know so that they can understand it better. But and I like, well, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, and I've I've kind of got to the point now um, because I have uh, two autistic, I have two autistic nephews and one possible, um, and then I got three autistic like. I don't want this to feel like I got black friends. Um, yeah, yeah. But get it, until you become informed about the same argument we have with the LGBTQ and the pronouns and shit, until you inform yourself about the different words to use, it'd be so crazy because it'd be the people that are against it so much that know every single word to use. They'll use all the correct words to insult you. Mm. Like the people that are with you don't know all of the damn words. But look, I, I don't want to get hung, I don't want to get hung up on just for the sake of this segment. We'll just say people who are autistic. Um, I watched a few, a, a bunch of them actually, and the way that they go about looking for love or their requirements was a uh, it was fascinating for example um i don't remember the lady's name but uh she was essentially a gold digger right she said what? that um he has to have this and he has to have a certain income and uh it was weird watching it cuz i'm like wait a minute it, it showed me like even when you're different like these people are autistic so you some people may consider them disabled I don't want to offend anybody but it's like oh even they have their standards and expectations like it's no right. different than us and uh, it, it was just different to me uh, how they go about it like um there was another guy he uh had never dated i think he was in his late 30s um he went out with a girl and she was also autistic um uh, all of these people are are autistic i believe on the second date he asked her to be his girlfriend and uh and she agreed with it and uh you know, I was watching how his family was, it, it felt like his family was kind of pushing him into it. Like, I'm not sure if he wanted to do that. It, it felt like, hey, she likes you, you like her. Make her your girlfriend right now. Like he didn't have any choice. Like yeah. he didn't have any other options. Yeah. Um, so my question to y'all is, um, I watched probably about five episodes about five episodes and um 
my question to you guys is, uh, and I asked this same individual, <clears throat> do you think that they would be able to date uh, people who are not autistic or would it be easier or better for them to stay within their group? Um, that, could, that could go for uh, disabled people and uh, just we'll just say disabled people in general, not just limited to autism. You know, like I said, I don't want to try to address this delicately. Right. Um, do you think that they should stay within their group or do you think that they could have success uh, venturing outside the group? So I think this is one of those multifaceted um, conversations to have because it can be related so much to um, interracial relationships, um, different age relationships, you know, the older men that date younger women, the older women that date younger men. There's so many different aspects to that where you say, should they stay in their group? Um, for me personally, being a TikTok watcher, there's so many people out in the world that deal with people that are, or that date people or are married to people that are people that have downs or people that are disabled or people that, you know, I've seen a, a couple, you know, able-bodied people with, uh, people on the spectrum and, Y'all know how I feel. Love who the fuck you love. I don't give a fuck. If you happy and they happy, I give no fucks about who you with. So for me personally, my own personal opinion, I don't care. Like if I was to meet a woman that was autistic or had downs or that wasn't able-bodied or whatever, if I fell in love with that person whatever difficulties they might have or that they might present has nothing to do with it. Like I'm in love with that person, not their disability, not their mental handicap, not, you know, whatever holds them back in this area or that area. I don't personally give a fuck. If I like you, I like you. And they got nothing to do with your outward appearance. It ain't got nothing to do with your, mental stability ain't got nothing to do with your physical ability like none of that shit if i like you i like you that's me personally so for my answer i would say no why stay in a group like that person will understand you more it's just like as a black man if i was married to a black woman a black woman would understand my struggle a lot more than my wife does but that doesn't that doesn't deny the fact that I love my wife. I'm in love with my wife. So I I, I don't personally give a fuck. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Me, I have I have mixed feelings. Yes, they can if a person uh, I have I have mixed feelings on the subject. Um I believe that it might be it might be better for them to, you know, stay stay with the group because um, they have the same struggles and can probably relate to each other better. But at the same time, I feel like they probably um, should seek somebody outside of the group as well 
um, because while they don't um, necessarily relate to them, like being on the spectrum or whatever, they can help teach them about, you know, how the, you know, the world actually operates and all that, because some, you know, some don't know, some have like social hangups and things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> and I believe that someone who is not on the spectrum, it might be better equipped to help them navigate that. Um, but I feel, I feel the same way, like love who you love. Um, Like, you know, love and relationships and all that, that's also, you know, that's a basic human need. So get who you love, you know, get who you love, love who you get. Right. I ain't going to take too much time on this shit. I'm going to keep my shit short and sweet, man. Um, like I said, I had mixed feelings on the subject. It, it can it could go either way. Um, But in the end, at the end of the day, love who you love. Facts. Where you staying, eh? Um, honestly, I think it would be easier. Well, I'm kind of with Bobby. It might be easier to stay within the group as far as understanding. Um, I don't know. I think there's a certain level of protection you'll get staying within the group. Um, yeah, there's a certain level of um, protection and understanding you'll get if you stay within the group um, or within that community. Um, I'm not so sure you're going to get that uh, safe space, so to speak, outside of it. Um, not as I a think normal. It's, it's definitely going to be harder if you dare to venture outside of the group. It's. I think it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder. Yeah. Um, and back to, back to Sheikah's point, you know, if she said, uh, if the person that they're dating is open and educated on the partner, you know, it, it would be cool. I think um, kind of, you know, jumping on what he was saying, it's like when, once you venture out of, once you venture out of your group, um, <clears throat> even if we should, you know, come out of that, come out of, you know, somebody on the spectrum. Once you come out of that group, whether you're an older person, if you're in your 60s and you're dating somebody in your 30s, you're risking something. If you're in your 30s and you're dating somebody in their 60s, you're risking something. I'm a black man. I'm married to a white woman. I'm risking something. Like, it comes with, like, if you're in that group, it's like, okay, I understand you. You understand me. We can kind of come together. We can build this wall, and our community is going to surround us because we're in this community. Once you go outside of that community, you deal with so many naysayers and what ifers, and it is it, not the same safe place that you're accustomed to just being a single person. Like being a single black man, I have all the support in the world, I have all the strength in the world. But as soon as I go outside of my race to find a partner, that safe space is gone. Mm -hmm. Except for the people who, like Sheikha said, except for the people who are open and educated. Like, when you're open and educated, nothing fucking matters. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly, Shiga. Love should not come with conditions. You want to know the cold hard truth about something though? I, I think it's we. I think we've said this here. The world does not owe you understanding at all. Mm. At all. Mm. You do have a point. I mean, but at the same time, it's like if you see somebody is on the spectrum and is having a hard time. I mean, couldn't you just be a decent human being and, you know, help that individual out? I mean, like. But the problem with that, Bobby, is. At least my experience, I cannot speak for everyone on the spectrum, at least from my experience dealing with anybody on the spectrum or dealing, especially people with like high functioning autism and then, you know, like disabled people, stuff like that. They don't want to be treated any differently. Uh So be pity. They don't want yeah. to be pity. So helping them out to them could be looked as you're taking pity on me because I'm on the spectrum or I'm disabled or whatever. Whatever the case may be, that could be looked at as pity. So if if you're in that position, it's like treat them like I I I, I agree with you on the human decency part, but humanity isn't decent. It already takes a special type of person just to be a decent human with regular, quote unquote, regular able-bodied people. I mean, like, you can still help them out without like being condescending to them. I, I can yeah. see. Them. That's the thing. Some of them just take the help as condescending. Because human human and if they, nature, if they do, they'll let you know that. I'm I'm pretty sure they have yeah. ways to let you know that. And if and if if that's the case, then then yeah, leave them be. But you know, yeah, I, I think my my first my first instinct would be to if I see somebody you know struggling with something or whatever, my first instinct is you know if I know about it, you know maybe help them out, put them onto some game, give them some advice, some pointers or something like that. And if if they if they don't want it, then okay, yeah, back off. Yeah. But, but my, that's my because you're a decent human. You would do you would do that with an again, quote unquote, normal, able bodied person. You're not doing that just because they're on the spectrum or because they're disabled. You do that just with somebody that needs help or that right. you I, see that I needs to help. Treat everybody the same. Yeah. So for you, it works like that, but in the society that we live in, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's not normal for humans to help each other when they see each other struggling. We'll let each other struggle day in and day out without helping. So being someone that fits into one of those outside or one of those, I don't want to say outside because it seems like I'm separating them, but being in one of those other demographics if I'm looking at the world and I see people struggling day after day, year after year, month after month, and I'm living in this city and then I come up on hard times or I'm struggling with something and somebody comes to help me and look at the way society views people with autism or somebody on the spectrum or a disabled person, the society does not give them the same respect as they would give an able-bodied person. So if I've been absorbing this information my whole life, 
and then somebody out of the blue decides to try to help me, I'm going to autom- I'm obviously I cannot speak for them, but I I would take it as condescending because I don't see that on a regular basis. They don't see people helping, you know, the 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 mentally disabled or the 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 physically disabled. They don't see people helping them on a regular basis day in and day out. So when somebody does, it's like, "Oh, you just helping me because I'm disabled because I'm on the spectrum. It doesn't seem like it's just an act of kindness. Okay. See what you're saying. That's my view. I mean, none of my, none of my nephews are old enough to actually tell me how they feel about this. So I can only make inferences, but I've witnessed people be dicks to able-bodied people, but go yeah. out of their way to help somebody that is disabled. So that's where my thought process comes from. Uh, Sheik says, many autistic people find it hard to communicate and interact with other people. Some of them take help as if you're feeling sorry for them and it can be overwhelming, stressful, or uncomfortable. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But basically what Brandon has just said. I get it. Yeah. Because I know my oldest, uh, my oldest nephew, who is we share a birthday actually, um, but he's um, mostly nonverbal. Okay. So he um, he has different words. Like he can do like norm or normal everyday stuff, bathroom. Like he understands when people talk to him, and he can talk back when he wants to, but. He has cues to let you know that he feels uncomfortable. Very distinct cues. And he does not like crowds. If there's like when we do like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff like that, he'll go find somewhere to hide because he don't want to be around people. So I don't know how that will affect him once he gets older. But for him specifically, it's like he knows words. He'll tell you no in a second. If you ask him a question and he don't want to do it or he don't want to answer you, he'll say no. So it's not like he's, you know, nonverbal, but there's only so many words that he'll even use. He's getting better day by day. But, you know, that's something that he'll deal with for the rest of his life. Okay, so should I should I not? try to help because it seems I mean it kind of sounds like a damned if you do damned if you don't type of situation because y'all y'all say um some people take it as pity or whatever but at the same time if you see somebody if you see somebody struggling and you don't try to help them out or whatever um other people will probably look at you like a dick and i know for me personally my own conscience will get to me like man how you see this motherfucker need help and you don't do shit like yeah so it's kind of a damn if you do damn if you don't situation so what should i do so back to your point of treating everybody the same i would stick with that um anybody that i see that needs help the first thing i do is ask them hey do you need some help with that Yes or no question. Like, I don't mean, leave yeah, anything I mean, that, up for interpretation. That's granted. You don't want to just invade nobody's space. Like, yeah. hey, I'm a stranger. Hey, here, let me do this. Yeah, you right. ask first. And, and I do that, and I do that with know. everybody. And I do that with everybody. Like, even with that specific nephew, 
um, like I said, he knows words. So I'll ask him, hey, you need some help or, you know, you want me to help you? You want me to help you do this? You want me to help you do that? And it's yes or no. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that, it, that's just, a given. Like, you don't just invade nobody's space and just, you know, just start doing shit. You know what I mean? Just because you ask first. Like, you just, right. you know, with, with any other person, you know, asking for, you know, consent was, you know, just like anything else. Because I know yeah. that some people um, don't want help. Hell, it, ain't that, um, don't, didn't they have a good Samaritan law in place for for something like that? Like, like somebody, didn't somebody sue somebody for um, giving them CPR or some shit like that? They were like dying and the person gave them CPR. Then the person who was dying sued the person who gave them CPR or some shit like that. Yeah. And they put that good Samaritan law in place. Because you might have a DNR. You might have a DNR in your will. Huh? You might have a DNR in your will. Right, right, right. So I'm saying, like, yeah, I, I know like to ask first, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the I think that's the answer to your question. If you ask everybody, your conscience will never feel bad. Regardless of the situation, if you ask everybody, able-bodied, disabled, like everybody if they need if it, if you feel like your judgment is saying i need to help that person if you ask every single person from that point on you can never feel bad about it because you're not you're not doing it because they're disabled it could right. just be hey do you need some help and it's a yes or no question it's not open for interpretation it's not open for a long dialogue hey did you need some help with that yes no Okay, cool. I can go about my fucking day and you ain't got to worry about nothing else. So that's the way I approach everything. Now, my youngest, my youngest nephew is totally nonverbal. Okay. That nigga will not say a word. He just makes noises. So there is no like I still talk to him like I talk to everybody else. He just don't give a fuck. Like that's the extent of his autism. So with him, it's just more like he has he has um, body language. Like when he wants to be picked up, he'll let you fucking know that he wants to be picked up. When he wants to be put down, he'll know. He, you know what I'm saying? Like he has those body language cues and right. you have to be around him to understand what those are. But he's going to have a, 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 a longer path once he gets older because he's nonverbal. So, I, I mean... It's just one of those things. And the spectrum is very vast. And, you know, there are people on the high functioning side of it. And there are people on the low functioning side of it. And then there's everything fucking in between. Um, I personally believe that everybody in the world is somewhere on that spectrum. Because everybody has something that they, like, just are uneasy about. Because I don't think it, it, it's it's... Personally, I believe that everybody in the in the world has a, a mental health problem. Everybody. So almost that's what I think about when I say the spectrum. I think everybody in the world, every single human on this planet has some type of mental health problem. I mean, with the way the world is, it's like, how can you not for real, for real? Exactly. I don't think anybody is 100% fine. Or 100% normal. Nobody. Everybody has something. 
How did we get here? Don't we got other things to get to? I'm depressed. Uh, that was a great fucking. That was a great fucking topic, E. It was, no, but I'm depressed. That was a great now. fucking topic. <laughs> um, it need it needed to have a conversation. So I yeah, where we where we on the, where we on to next? We 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 going to Kendrick or no? Let's do uh, let's do Lupe, man. Round of applause for Lupe. Round of fucking applause for Lupe. Uh, you want to break this down, E? Well, Lupe Fiasco was appointed to be a professor. He's going to teach rap at MIT, a visiting professor. Um, he's somebody where uh, I would trust him to do it. Um, he has my second favorite album of all time, Food and Liquor. Um, of course. Classic. If some, if somebody, absolutely. If somebody was going to do it, I would trust him. I would take his class. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to pay for it. It's probably like a. You know, I'm not going to pay for that. You know, I ain't getting the student loan debt for no Lupe class. But. Um, <laughs> yeah, you will. It's MIT. That ain't cheap. Hell nah. That that's clearly an elective. But um, <laughs> but if if you have the money or the time and you want to learn something cool, um, he's you know a visiting professor along with the there was a few others, but he was like the most notable one. Um, and I think that's pretty cool um, for rap to be respected like that for it to be an actual course. If you know about MIT, high level school, they they don't take all Probably you motherfuckers. Lead. They don't take all you people who just barely finished high school. They're, they're not taking you. You you got to be. Why ever got to sound so condescending, bro? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you just, it, it ain't, you know, community college. Duke. I love this for both. Okay. I didn't know that. That's yeah, ninth yeah, wonder. That, that's yeah. been for a while. Yeah. Well, Duke, yeah. but I didn't, oh, shout out to the Yeah, ninth been at Duke for a little minute, ain't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. North Carolina over here. Five years, at least five years or so. UNC. I mean, you know about little brother. You should know about little brother. So, my little brother is at home. I think. Nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate this guy. All four of them. (laughs) Or no, I got three little brothers. Pay fiasco for being the professor at MIT. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so who y'all think who who else do y'all think could feel that could could be in that role outside of Lupe? Because this Boy. is one of those like <laughs> the only people that know about Lupe are uh, rap rap nerds or, or people who listen to. Oh, you got drops. Fuck Duke. Oh wow. UNC over here. <laughs> I only it's rock with Duke because of Jason Tatum. So man, fuck Duke. I don't Uh-oh. even like college. Well, I don't UNC even like college in This UNC nation. Don't I don't even like college for ass, um UNC um Michael Jordan jersey. This thing's gonna have the uh the Carolina Blue 11s next week. I I think he just went to go get a jersey. Or something. <laughs> he's about to be very petty, Bing. You Look what no you idea. did, Bing. Shit. About to you be got this nigga 
Got this nigga over here changing wardrobe and shit. We ain't even got right. the budget for that. Right. You about to go. We ain't got the budget for wardrobe changes. Man. Oh shit. But yeah, who else you think could fit in that? Who else you think it fit I in that? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Fuck it. Doing the, I'm doing oh, the rest shit. of the pod like this. Just Look at him going to change like it's an award show. You already know. <laughs> he didn't accept this award. Now he got to perform. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> the nah, shout out Bane, though. But fuck King them. Petty. King Petty. <laughs> Definitely King Petty. Uh, No, but who who else y'all think could fit that could fit that uh, Professor I was serious. I said Royce. Oh yeah, Royce is definitely up there. Royce. Uh, hey, didn't KRS One do it for a while somewhere? Oh shit! Where? I don't know if he did, did it. I, I don't know if he, he did, did at MIT, but I know he's had a couple classes. He should yeah. be a permanent one. Like, yeah. KRS should be permanent. Yeah, he's, he probably he did it at a teaching that shit. Yeah, I like, swear he did. I'm doing research now. He probably did it at a shitty school, but I'm looking can, it up right now. You can walk up to KRS one right now and he'll freestyle battle your ass just right off the top of his I know. head. It's the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did Benny say? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That's funny. But yeah, uh Royce. I'm gonna um, go buy Carolina blue hat today. I think uh Jay should be in that conversation. I think Cole should probably be in that conversation. Kendrick should be in that conversation. Uh, I'm trying to think. Nas should be in that conversation. Nas should definitely be in that conversation. I mean, he's not my personal top five, but he he definitely could do that. He, He could definitely teach rap. I think Nas might have made his way back into my top five after those fucking Kings diseases. Okay. He might have he might have crept his way back into the five after those Kings diseases. You know, because um, I like the older I get, the older I get, and the more people, the more exposed I get to people's top fives and all that type of shit, and starting to realize like what my musical taste is and what my thoughts actually are and all that type of shit. Like my top five has changed so many times, but for so long, I fell victim to that, um, that ideology that Pac and Biggie just deserved to be in a top five. But both of them niggas was before my time. Like I was 10 years, but by the time I was 10 years old, both of them niggas was gone. So I didn't really get the experience Pac and Biggie outside. Like I went, I've listened to all this shit, of course, but I didn't get the impact of Pac and Biggie. The the ones that say like Pac and Biggie are the greatest of all time were out there for that. That may not necessarily be your greatest of all time because you weren't there to experience it. You feel feel like there's somebody different who needs to be in that category. And that's perfectly understandable. I don't like when people be like, hey, uh, such and such ain't in my top five. Maybe they just didn't hit the same way for them. And then motherfucker come down like, how you gonna say shit like that? You don't know shit. Yeah, man. And I I fell victim to that, though. I fell victim to that for a bunch of years. I because think, yeah, it, it teach producing. 
Yeah, I don't think Ye should be teaching rap. No, but uh, Ye, Ye don't write his own bars. Not yeah, all of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's maybe like, just music. Music. Yeah. If it was a music class, yeah. Maybe like a music class. Musicality or arranging or engineering, producing. Yeah, but rapping, nah. I think I think 3K can be in that category. He could be in that conversation. 3K could definitely be in that conversation. He would have to do it more than once every five years, though. He wouldn't show up. He wouldn't show up. <laughs> that nigga show up with a fucking didgeridoo. Common. Common, yeah. Common should be in there. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I honestly think, and kill me if y'all want to, but I think Rick Ross could do it. As much as he ghostwrites for people, yeah, and that should be sounding fire. I think he knows he knows a thing or two about writing songs and rapping. So yeah, I think Rick Ross can fit in that. Yeah, I you think agree. he can fit in there. Yeah, I, I knew it when I said it. I, I knew as soon as it so, soon as it. All right, anyway. while we while while we're here, let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and jump into this Kendrick album for a little bit. All right, um, where y'all at with it? I haven't finished it. What? What? Oh, God, Are y'all? Da- I have not finished the Kendrick Lamar album. I haven't finished it. Wow, that's if a clip. Was, <laughs> if it was J Cole, you would have listened to it thirty-two times by now. I'm already back listening to the off season. But... Back? Li- oh my God, Bobby, you are so disrespectful. I'm... Why? Godly. Cause I'm about to guilt you, just like I say everybody else is guilty. Like how they guilted me into putting Pac and Biggie in my top five. I'm guilting you into not listening to this fucking Kendrick album. I didn't say I wasn't going to. I just haven't yet. Nigga, it's been a week and a half. How have oh, you okay. not listened to that shit yet? You ain't listening to them out. You ain't listening all the way through yet. Nah, I, I got you. I got like halfway through it. I I did. I liked what I listened to. I just haven't second- finished it yet. You stopped, you stopped at a very pivotal point because that second half is fucking that shit is fire fire. Brandon sounded like he about to come. He really I might did. be. He, said he definitely was about to have a joy gasm thinking right. about it. You ain't see that pause? You ain't see that pause? My eyes are on the back of my head, bro. Uh, did you hear Kodak Black? Uh. Uh, that poem? No. So, no. No bullshit. No bullshit. That's what I, that's actually where I wanted to start. That's actually where I wanted to start. Kodak's presence can be felt on this album. This wasn't a feature. This wasn't maybe this nigga's like you can feel Kodak on this album. Can you now? You can feel him. Yes. <laughs> I'm not I'm not playing this game with you niggas today. I'm not playing this game with you niggas oh, today. Well, fuck yes, we playing this game because you, because um, you mentioning Kodak Black. Like <laughs> But you know what? That's half. Um, that's half the reason why I haven't finished the album. Like, I don't. I'm not. This shit let, made let, me let, go let listen. Me, um, let, let me. This, let me see. I'm not running to Kodak, Kodak Black nowhere, bro. I'm. I'm not. I'm sorry. And no, I'm not yeah. even sorry about it. I'm not. I'm not a real life Kodak Black fan. Uh, his his music. I'm not either. I'm not a Kodak Black fan either. I like his features. But, I like his features. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, there are a couple songs I like. It's just I'm not I'm I'm not a real like I'm I'm when Kodak Black drop or oh, I'm running to that. No, it ain't that. It ain't that. But after me, so. after listening Kendrick to this album, he's on Kendrick album neither. 
I think that's I think that says more than we give Kodak Black credit for. Okay. I can agree with that. I haven't given Kodak Black much of a chance. I will admit that I will admit to that. But outside of outside of Kodak, the only current person he has on his on his album is Baby King and Summer Walker. I fuck with Baby King. I, I like that. Him. I think that says more about Kodak than it says about Kendrick. I think Kodak being so I think I think Kodak being so favored on this album and I've been hearing people talk like people that I respect their hip hop opinions. I've been hearing them talk about Kodak for years and I'm just, and I can't get I don't know why but I never could get into a Kodak Black album but now I'm second guessing it because for Kodak to be so heavily featured on this album what am I missing? Because of the way that I look at Kendrick. I'm white. Exactly. Like, the way that I think about Kendrick, the way that I think about Kendrick, there has to be some something in Kodak Black. It might not even be musically, but there has to be something in Kodak Black that makes him different from the young niggas. And I don't know what it is, but I am very fucking intrigued to learn more about Kodak Black now because of how highly I regard Kendrick and the way that he does shit. Um, I just want to say you disrespectful as fuck, but go ahead. Who, me? No, I said Everett. Oh, okay. My bad. How? How? I'm not going to say, but you disrespectful as fuck. I saw that. I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, okay. Write write it down, Bobby. Remind me off mic because I want to know what it is. Um, listen, I like Kodak on his features. He has one with French Montana out, just came out called Mopstick. Um, I do like yeah, that. I like hard. it. Um, the Super Gremlin, the Super Gremlin shit. That's oh, my yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I like that song. I do like That's that. That's my shit. That, that knocks and I. Even uh, what was it? Lockjaw with Fr- him and French Montana make good music. Um, yeah. Okay. I've never listened to an entire Kodak Black album, but I can see where you're going with. If one of the greatest of our times, Kendrick, is got him on his album, it says something. I mean, Frequently. he already he had he already had a high stock. Now, now I think just like you did, a lot of people are going to start maybe, you know. Maybe looking at him different. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, because let's let's keep it real. He do a lot of goofy shit outside of music. He he does a lot of goofy shit. I mean, he he he's a goofy outside of music. He he's a a goofy. He does goofy attention seeking. I am glad he recovered from getting shot though. You know what I mean? Shout out to that because that could have went another. Oh oh yeah, that's right. I I forgot about that. But Um, that what reminded me of that was. He at another time he was getting shot at. He was in a fucking uh, SUV ordering fucking McDonald's and shit. You know what I mean, just oh, yeah. fucking shooting at him and shit. He just ordering like, McDonald's casually and shit. Like, uh, he there's something wrong with. But it, you know, know what? That's, that's, that's that that particular that no particular moment. Just... That particular moment though put 
Kodak in that class for me of one of them. If you can order McDonald's while getting shot at, you one of them. <laughs> and we ain't got to dive deep into that. You one of them. You 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 in that push a T class. They say the craziest people come from Florida. Yeah, yeah. You one of them. What, to me. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I just but anyway, back on the album. Um this album was fire to me. Top to bottom. Top okay. to bottom, no skips. Um that uh the N95, of course, that's that knock. I think that's everybody's joint. Like, that that knock. That ain't even my favorite one on the thing. So, oh, which what, what would it be if you had to say? Um, if I had my favorite, I got three that I keep going back to. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It's that um, the father something. I forget. Oh yeah. I really yeah. whatever one he's talking about, father's on. I keep going back to that. Um Here Auntie Diaries. The Auntie Diaries, I keep going back to that. Okay. Um, and then uh Mother I Sober. Father Time. Father Time, yeah. So that Father Time, the Auntie Diaries, and uh Mother I Sober. Okay. And they count me out. That count me out not. Maybe I'll finish the rest of the album today. That second half, Bobby. That second half, he get in his introspective bag. Nigga. And that uh what's that what's that song with him and the shorty on? Cry yeah, me yeah. out or cry Fuck me you, a river. Bitch. Fuck yeah. you, bitch. Fuck you. I'm like, okay. I'm in the that shower listening to this shit. Like, goddamn, why y'all so angry this early in like, the goddamn morning? That I, I got out the that shower and put on Dion. Like that ain't even one of my favorites, but that song structure is genius to me. Cause it doesn't sound like a song. It sounds like just and then the ending the ending just completely took me out. <laughs> they end up fucking anyway. Yeah, the ending the ending just completely take me out. We cry together. Thank you, Bean. Okay. Fuck you, Bean. No, fuck you. No, fuck you, yeah. Bean. Like, All right, bro. We get it. Y'all don't like each other. It's, it's the baby boy. <laughs> it's the baby boy. Uh, Real shit. Uh, Real shit. <laughs> you make them tacos? A song. <laughs> that shit. But yeah, those, those my ones. We Cry we cry Together is like an a, a honorable mention. But that father time, mother I sober, and auntie diaries, those are my three. Okay. Like those off of first listen, those went on the playlist. All right. Doc damn near got that whole album on my playlist now. So Ooh. but those three off of damn. first listen, those those went on the playlist. What about you, E? N95, I'm going to be real. I'm no better than you. I went through it once, and I was like, okay. N95. 
Um, need to listen to it again. But the album is amazing to me. I mean, he, he doesn't have no whack project, no whack songs. Um, I'm iffy on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. I got to go back and listen. That's what I was saying. Like that, that's what I'm about to say. It it's like every other oh. one for me with Kendrick. Like I gotta go. I gotta go back to Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a um, Butterfly. I was kind of maybe I'm just slow, but I was kind of lost. Uh, here's the damn, thing about that one. Fire, I, fire. I um, don't like it, but I don't think it's whack. It just wasn't for me. Okay, it just wasn't for me. Um, I gotta but, go back and listen. I I listened to that shit once. I listened like no bullshit. I listened to that album one time, and I couldn't get with it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, tried, I don't think I it's whack. To it a couple times on I'm separate just, occasions. So I'm like, wasn't for me. Maybe me, I'm, it's something I'm not understanding about it or something. But I'm like, eh. Uh, all right. Uh, I tried. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I like all this shit. Um, being is right. It was well worth the wait. Um. How do y'all feel about this being promoted as a double album? When we know back in the day, albums used to be 20 songs. If you if you bought No Limit shit or Cash Money, you used to you grew up on that 17, thing, yeah. 18 you songs. Used to the, yeah. yeah. So I mean, 18 I'm, I'm, songs is a lot in this climate. But double album, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But it, it was yeah. all cohesive. Like, it fit together to me. Um, so my, my thing about the double album shit is I want to know how that plays with streaming because back in the day when you did a double album it counted as two albums yep so nowadays unless he is planning on releasing a double vinyl or going trying to go back to the CD area, CD era, and going to start shipping out CDs and making it a double CD, a double disc, like album like that. I don't see the purpose of marketing it as a double album because we're gonna stream one through eighteen. I have however many fucking songs is on there, but we're gonna stream that all the way through. Like there's no break. Like he threw the interludes in there to let you know when the second part of the album started. And it was a totally different sound, totally different, um, totally different subject matter. To, like he, got, like I, like I just said to Bobby, like that second half of the album got super introspective. Like he did a lot on the first on the first half, but that second half was nuts. Like great to me. It was just it was crazy how much. The best way I heard it put over this past week, uh, a motherfucker said um, he was holding up a mirror to society and telling y'all all y'all niggas what y'all be doing. I've been sitting back looking at y'all niggas for five years. This is what the fuck y'all be doing. Like even when he started, um, uh, when he started Auntie Diaries, he did that first little. Um, that, that that little breakdown in the beginning and then he said this is how society sees us or sees humanity or whatever the fuck it was and then he went through auntie diaries he did the same thing on uh the we cry together joint hey facebook user i don't know who you are <laughs> facebook user who oh that's cl that's cl hey cl 
Why I don't know why I say Facebook, I don't know why I say Facebook user, but hey, she blocked you. <laughs> nah, it looked like she commenting on my private page. It ain't gonna work on the private page. Come to the pod page, and then we can hey, see your name. What's up? What's up? Good morning, CL. How you feeling? Good morning. Shout but out yeah, CL. shout out to Pussy Talk. Shout out to QWOP. Hard nine. Uh, but yeah, it definitely felt like it felt like Kendrick got in his bag. Like he even said it on one of them songs. Like nigga, I had two years of writer's block. Yeah, I did hear that. Like he was like, once I came out of that, this is what y'all getting. Like he came out as writer's block and just fucking killed it. Like. And it's so funny. Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm, I was just saying, I'm going to listen to the rest of it today and like, give an honest opinion on it. I'll probably just tell y'all in the group chat or some shit. But um, um, I, I didn't really give it a chance. Maybe because I was listening to it in the shower. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I did like most of what I listened to, though. You know, um, I just didn't. I just ain't finished listening to it yet. That's my only thing. Yeah. I think um, I think some of it too is because um, I did the same thing. Like when they, when it came out Friday, I was sick, so I didn't listen to it Friday. And then I really yeah. don't listen to music and stuff on the weekends. And then Monday came around, and it was practice time and games and all that type of shit. Like I really didn't get into into the album till like Tuesday of last week. So you know what? I didn't be honest. I- I haven't listened to you know the whole album. I mean, I liked what I heard, but I wasn't excited as I was with Damn or Good Kid, Mad City. I, it, it didn't excite me as much. Yeah, so, and we had that conversation. I think we might have had that off mic, but um, it was the anticipation. We had been waiting so long for a Kendrick album, like it was so anticipated. Like I think. Especially Kendrick is even going back to our previous conversation where we put people in the box and we kind of want them to stay there. Like good kid made Mad City gave us like hit hits. It wasn't nothing that was like downbeat. It was a concept album. So it got oh, through yeah. it. I love it. And it was it was crazy. And then you got to Pimp a Butter to Pimp a Butterfly. And it was super politically driven. Yeah. Super, super Very woke. different. Very different. And then you get damn where it's like, okay, we got a couple of club joints. We got something that we might be able to play in a strip club here and there. You got a couple of shows. Yeah. And then like nobody knew what to expect with this album. But I think people were just kind of in their brains about what it could have been. Me included. Like, because when I first listened to it and I was like, all right, the intro. All right, that's cool. And then you got N95 and I'm like, all right. We about to get a Kendrick Kendrick album. And then that third song come on, and I'm like, all right. He kind of went back to, like, and it, after that, it was like, all right. Because I kept hear, hearing it in pieces. And then um, the other day, one of, our, one of our games was a fucking hour away. So I got to listen. I turned the album on when I left the house, and I got to listen to the whole fucking album before I got there. And listening all the way through in the car, 
I was like, oh, okay. I was just wilding. Like, Maybe I need to listen to it in the car. The whole thing. I, at this point, I've listened to that album maybe since Tuesday. The first time I turned it on was last Tuesday. I probably listened to that album seven or eight times since Tuesday in the past week. Oh wow! I've listened to nothing but that album. He liked it. <laughs> Kendrick is one of those people you gotta you gotta listen multiple times to see what you're missing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's layered. He's not just. Just saying shit just to say yeah. it. It's always a meaning behind it. Or, you know, he took his time with the production and everything. Like, he don't just... I mean, the way he puts out albums is kind of how they did back in the day. They didn't put out all these mixtapes and albums every year. Nah. Yeah. I mean, he waited five fucking years. What was it? It was like two, three years between uh, Good Kid, Mad City and The Pimple Butterfly. Uh, we only had to wait two years between uh for damn, and then now it's five years. I mean, so four albums in ten years. I can divide. I I didn't want to say it. I I was right. like, so as soon as I said, I'll like, say two. Two of them was do. One was, one was <laughs> yeah. the other was illmatic. That's a one high album every ten year average, and that's so <laughs> Let's not be disrespectful, but I, I thought about it as soon as I how, said how it. How could you not? <laughs> um, but I think he left us with a good amount of music to listen to because um, you know we're not getting another one for a yeah, while. Yeah, we're not going to see this nigga for 10 years. Um, then why don't he just retire at this point? Just, like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Only in hip hop. Only in hip hop do they say that. Yeah. Nah, only in hip hop do we want our only in hip hop do we want our greats to well, retire because back. they're not putting I mean, out music. I don't mean like retire and quit, but I'm like it. It makes me question whether he like wants to do it for real. I don't care if he wants to do it or not because Jay is not putting out music like that. But look, but no, we, we we know we know Jay got hella businesses though. Like, Nas is yeah. still pulling out quality like, music. So is Nas, Kendrick, though. Nas Kendrick still pulling is in out the quality same. music. Oh, yeah. And KD3 on the way. I watched, so uh, I, I, I adopted a new project, right? Okay. Um, I decided that I'm going to start spending uh, uh, the cheapest amount on people's Patreons. And every month switching Patreon subscriptions. Ah, like rotating them. Yeah, just to see what niggas is doing on their Patreon. So I, I started, of course, uh, with my unofficial mentor. <laughs> Since Bobby said I want to be this nigga so bad. Yeah, I, I saw the Joe oh, Budden. Yeah. Uh, um, e- 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 I saw the Joe yeah. Budden email. He wanted yeah. to be Joe Budden so bad. We are, hey. we are not the Joe Budden podcast. We are not. We are not, but that ain't that ain't something bad. I don't want us to be the JVP, but I think that so they yeah, have a lot. Ever, Everett is small. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Everett is small, so I'm Rory. <laughs> yeah, you definitely a white boy with red hair. <laughs> Joe Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Uh, anyway, um, I watched the Patreon episode with uh, Hit Boy on it. And uh, he was talking. Did y'all know that he did that fucking backseat freestyle on Good Kid, Mad City? 
Yep. I did not know that because I don't look at credits. So, um, but no, they they was talking about that. That was originally an R and B beat. Sierra had it, and then yeah. for whatever reason, that deal fell through. And he Good. was like, "Yeah, I'll, he was like, all I ever heard was an R and B song on it. So I never thought Kendrick was gonna do this to it. Good. He was like, Kendrick was on tour, and he was like, I sent it to him, and I thought he was gonna come back with some melodic shit, and I got back backseat freestyle. But damn, I got bitches. Damn, I got bitches. Yeah, it's so crazy though, cause. I can't hear an R&B motherfucker on that. Not Sierra. I mean, Sierra. But um, he was talking about he was talking about the Nas shit, and um, I guess Nas already said that KD three coming out. So you know they was just kind of going through the whole King's Disease series and why they decided to put Magic out as a separate thing instead of KD three and all that type of shit. It was a it was a it was a nice little interview. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all got the Patreon shit, so y'all got to, I think it's like June 15th or something before I switch to the next one. So if y'all want to watch any, you know, JBP Patreon shit, it's up there. Um, All right. But yeah, man, I've been... (laughs) I ain't giving out the password. Fuck all that. Um, But yeah, man, it it was... The only reason I thought about that is because you said Nas. But Nas is putting out quality shit right now. And he he kind of that's what's like I said, that's what's making him creep back up into maybe my top five. Cause I was out for I know I can Nas. You know what I'm saying? One Mike Nas. Like that's the Nas I was outside for. So my version of Nas versus Illmatic Nas are not the same two niggas. So I got the Nas that, you know, pick bad beats. I got the Nas that was beefing with Jay. I got the Nas that really wouldn't putting out super quality Nas. music. Yeah, I did get Ether Nas, but, you know, motherfuckers have, you know, they feelings about Ether. Yeah, um, yeah. I know if Ron Browse put one more song out saying Ether Boy, I'm going to stab his ass. Nigga, we know you made Ether. You don't have to tell everybody. Oh, he gonna let you know. Bro. But, um, yeah, like, for me, it's nice to see what everybody said was one of the greats come out with some great shit. Because I went back and listened to Illmatic, but I wasn't outside for Illmatic, so it it didn't hit me like it hit everybody else. Same way with fucking um, Reasonable Doubt. Like I had to go back to Reasonable Doubt. I went outside when Reasonable Doubt came out. Yeah, it's gonna like, be different. Gonna yeah, be different. I was outside for Big Pimpin' and <laughs> fucking <laughs> Takeover and Black Album and like niggas kill me because Black Album is one of my top five albums of all time. Why? Like that? That's my right. J album. That's my for me. Kill you for that. It, or is it because song? of because That's of reasonable doubt, probably because he was on of, his way out. Probably he because was of reasonable doubt, because of reasonable doubt and the blueprint one. Okay, most people have one of those two as their number one J album. I wasn't outside for them. I I mean I was I was old enough for the blueprint one, 
but I wasn't in my music bag yet. I was in my music bag when Black Album came out. So I regard that higher than Blueprint and Reasonable Doubt because I went and bought that from the store and sat down with my fucking Walkman and listened to that shit all the way through 15,000 times before I changed to another album. So for me, it just holds more weight. But you know, these you start getting into music conversations and motherfuckers just think that the classics are supposed to be the classics for every generation. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. Like, and it's not supposed to be. Nah, I it's don't like, expect I, you to know about the purple tape. Like, it's not right. gonna work. Like, you're it's not like, gonna know. It's like when motherfuckers start talking about LL Cool J. Like, LL Cool J was putting out bullshit when I got old enough to start listening to music. We're not talking about radio yeah, LL Cool J, yeah, nigga. Like that nigga right. was a that nigga was an actor when I started listening to LL Cool J. So yeah. yes, I understand the the place he has in hip hop, and I understand why LL Cool J is one of the greatest. Absolutely. But and he I was, yeah, like nigga, I wouldn't even lie. I, I wouldn't um, even like. I, I mean, it's it's questionable for most of your life. He was putting out bullshit. It's. <laughs> it's yeah. I he, he ain't put out really nothing good since like 1996. Yeah, so. and I wasn't even 10 years old yet. So how do people? You know what I'm saying that's the argument that I have with some of the old heads. Like, how am I supposed to revere LL Cool J the same way that you do? And I wasn't even 10 years old when he put out his last Fire album. Uh, it's. People overlook that aspect that people start listening at different times. Like everybody wasn't just born in '75 and just immediately was on it. Like hey, people no. discover shit. Well, except for Bobby, but everybody <laughs> just kind of picks up as they go along. Um, yeah, you know, Bobby might be like, "Ooh, MC Melly Mel or Grandmaster whoever." Or hey, don't do that, Grandmaster <laughs> Flash and Melly Mel. Don't do that. Don't 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 do that. Fucking uh, if it, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have rap today. So don't do if that. it wasn't for uh, Schoolie D and, uh, <laughs> and the Grandmaster hey, Flash you, and the Furious Five, like, like real shit though, I had to go back and listen to Melly Mel. Melly Mel had some bars for real though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill me if you want to. Melly Mel had bars like like yeah. real shit. Broken glass yeah. everywhere. <laughs> nah, nah, you gotta listen to other shit, yo. I listen to some of his other shit. You can't just go back to the message. Listen to some of his other shit. Like, yeah, he, Melly Mel, you know what I mean? He can spit for real. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know you love the Sugar Hill Gang, but everybody didn't start there. Right. And it's so funny. Um, Don't say I right. was watching that. Uh, <laughs> I was watching that. Uh, what made me even think about all of this, you know, arguing with the older generation of shit uh, was that Jack Harlow interview where everybody was like, oh, he disrespected Brandy. Like, nigga, this nigga's like 24, 23 years he old. He didn't know. He didn't know, yo. Like, like what, why? That was my problem because they even look at people in the industry like that. Like, that's why I don't... That's why I just go ahead and argue with niggas because... They expect they you look at people everything just coming out. Yeah, like, bro, he didn't especially know. Like, it wasn't like especially if you in the industry. Some shit. Like, oh, yeah, like that. it was literally. And they, what he they, did. and they act they act even worse if you in the industry. 
because they expected for you to just be a fucking historian if you in the industry. Yeah, like nigga, like okay, that's Brandy. All right, cool. That's right. Like I think where everybody took her disrespect was that that's Ray J's sister. So I think that's where everybody kind of felt some type of way about it because you know she was popular first. She like she Ray J's always been Brandy's brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I understand why people looked at it as, oh, damn, this nigga don't know nothing. But at the same time, the nigga's 20-something. Like, by the time he got into music for real, for real, Brandy wasn't putting out music at all. Moesha wasn't even out no more. Like, Ray Ray J was the fucking, Ray J was the famous one whenever Jack Harlow started getting into entertainment and music and all that shit. Brandy was an afterthought. Everybody knew who Brandy was, but she wasn't the Brandy that everybody remembered. Like, yeah, I mean, so, and I ain't trying to defend that nigga because we. And you know, know what? You made so you made you made the comment earlier. I don't think Jack Harlow is trash, and this is gonna be our last current event. I don't think Jack Harlow is trash. I think Jack Harlow can actually rap. Like no bush, I think he can rap. I just do not like the I one. I hate that album. That is a Drake album. That's a Drake album. Really? That first album. That first yeah. album was fire. That shit he just put out. That's a Drake know. album. He he did his best impression of Drake, and uh, I don't like that album at all. The only song I like is the one with Drake on it. Oh, okay. all the rest of that, all the rest of that shit is mid to me. It sounds like a whole bunch of Drake throwaways. Uh-huh. Go back and listen to that album. It sounds like a whole bunch of Drake throwaways. Well, um, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to that. I'll get around to that. That means he's not going to listen to it. It's yeah, because it's trash. Um, you say you don't that, think that song that is everywhere, was trash, but. You've been on record a few episodes ago saying Jack Harlow is trash. I mean, that first class song is everywhere. It's, and it's trash. He sampled a Fergie song. That's the only reason it's everywhere. He had a cheat code? Yeah. Yeah, because that shit was huge. It's fucking Fergie, bro. That If you if you was around in 06, that, she was everywhere. The Black Eyed Peas, that was... That was everywhere. That, it's like that it's glamorous. Like white, yeah, it's like white female Michael Jackson. Like it's Fergie. If you sample at, Fergie, at yeah, like you gonna get spins because you sample one of her biggest fucking songs. Yeah, I get it. I would do the same. And you a curly hair white boy. You a curly hair white boy. You can rap a little bit, and you fucking. The only thing that would have made that better if he would have sampled Paper Planes by M.I.A. Oh. The other white fucking Michael Jackson. White female no. Michael Jackson. No, 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 not the same. She had that one it's song. Not. It's not. She it's was, not. I'm talking shit. She was Indian or something. Oh, well. Whatever. Yeah, she, All I want to do it. <laughs> no disrespect, M.I.A. I fuck with that song. That's said white or whatever. But no, fuck all that, man. Fuck that, fuck that first class shit. Like I understand, I'm with the flipping of great songs, classic songs. I'm with all of that. 
they're positioning Jack Harlow to be the next Drake. They're positioning him to be in that next class of who's the top artist right now. Because right now it's Kendrick, Drake, Future, unfortunately. A little bit. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll I was going to say Cole. I was going to say Cole. I'm talking about the great greats. I'm talking oh, about okay. the up here, got time in, can't nobody fuck with us. Whenever we drop, we're going to sell 400K. Like, that's Drake, Kendrick, Future, and Cole. That's it. I would have thought Lil Baby was in that, though. Like, I thought Lil I think Baby new, was going to be perpetuating. I think Lil like Baby is the next Drake. wave. I think Lil Baby is the next wave, but he's not being positioned the way Jack Harlow is. But Jack Harlow just came out, though, and, and Lil Baby got time in. It don't matter. He's, not, he's, still not, right. he's still not being positioned not a point. like Jack Harlow is. Outside of being white, he's not being positioned like Jack Harlow is. Jack Harlow comes from the fucking DJ drama camp. DJ drama has fucking ties with everybody. That's why the fuck Drake was at goddamn the Derby with Jack Harlow fucking making a music video. You know how hard it is to get a fucking music video at the Kentucky goddamn Derby? Oh, shit, you got Drake with you? Come on in. He wouldn't have been able to do that shit by himself, being Jack Harlow. I... That was a Drake move. Drake was able to get those cameras in there. Not Jack Harlow. He's being positioned a different way. Lil Baby could never go to the Kentucky Derby and film a fucking video for his song. I don't give a fuck how popular he is right now. He ain't being positioned the same way. I mean, that is his hometown, so it might be different. I don't know. Possibly. But name me, name me anybody else right now that's popping that could go to Kentucky Derby without Drake. I'm sorry, with Drake. Anybody can go with Drake and get it. Tell me somebody else that can go to Kentucky. Kentucky Derby is a big thing. Kentucky Derby. Kentucky, Kentucky, whatever. Kentucky that's Derby. big. Like, that's not your run-of-the-mill horse race. That's the Kentucky fucking Derby. You can't just walk in there with a goddamn camera and film a music video. That's me. That's what I'm talking about positioning. You can't just get a glamorous sample. You can't, like, it's certain shit that you just can't do on your second album. Why can't he get a, a, a why can't he get a glamorous sample? Well, I am had to. I'm sure it costs the, a lot of money. Yeah. That's a that's not like a four million selling album. That I'm yeah. sure it's, you gotta pay for that. <laughs> so and he's stretching himself thin as fuck. That's why I think that they're positioning him to be the next Drake. Because on one side of it, he got SUVs black on black with fucking poo shiesty and fucking doing all of this, you know. We're gonna do a little division right now, but he got all this nigga music coming out, and then on this fucking album, none of that shit is prevalent. On this album, he's a fucking pop star. He's a rapper, but he's a fucking pop star on this album. He's not. He, he's not. He's not appealing to us. He's not appealing yeah. to the rap community. Other than his ability to rap, he's not appealing to the the rap community. He is appealing to the fucking middle of the goddamn country. He, he's talking to all the Dakotas and the Iowas and the Wisconsin's and the yeah. fucking Arizonas and shit. He's not talking to us right Kansas. now. Yeah, he's not talking to us. He's talking to them. Glamorous is not for us. SUVs was for us. He's stretching yeah, himself he way too thin. He did that shit with Lil Nas X. 
That wasn't for us. That was for the LGBTQ plus community. It's the new, it's the new Drake, another Jewish kid. Did you say he's white this time? What else we got, yo? I didn't. I don't think we were supposed to be going in depth about Jack Harlow. Yeah. Fuck ah. that Damn. All right. I ain't say all that. But all right. Fuck that album. I like Jack Harlow. I think he can rap, but fuck that album. Not fuck him, but fuck that album he, for sure. He don't. He don't like Jack Harlow. No, I do. He I do. Because that, per- that first album was fire. Like fire, fire. Like as a debut, that first album was fire. But was it? for me, for me, yeah, I love that first album. That first Jack Harlow album was fire. Never but heard. It. I, I heard follow up. This follow-up wasn't for me. That 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 first one was meant to me, but all right, we can get off Jack Harlow. Like what else we got? What else we got, man? We getting uh, let's get the everybody fucking woman crush Wednesday having a baby. That's enough applause. We're liking that much. Okay, look, check this out. Sometimes I look at the world and think, you know what, this is a shitty piece of shit that we're on. And then some days I look like, wow. You know, only in America where you can have a a semi-decent, mediocre music career and then one day you can actually get the opportunity to shoot your baby batter into a billionaire and have a child with her. You just disrespected the fuck out of ASAP Rocky. But gotcha, go ahead. bitch! Go ahead. I'll defend them later. Go ahead. Yeah, just, you know, a 10-year career bad. of mediocre music and, you know, stealing the sound of Texas and uh, all your best songs he feature somebody. Texas? Look at the blasphemy, man. All, all your best songs feature other people. <laughs> blasphemy. And then I think he's the trying to say ASAP Rocky Trash. Bro, look, look, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm about to fight this nigga. <laughs> what he's saying I'm, is, hey, it's like Rocky Trash. We ain't got a sugar coat. I never said that. I wish I, wish I was on my computer. very hard nigga. not to say that. Look, look, look. You get to shoot your father fluid up into somebody with a lot of talent. It, 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 it's a, wait, it, it's an amazing world we live in, okay? Because... I don't think that's possible nowhere else. That's why I had to give a round of applause to ASAP Rocky. I'm going to give him his flowers. No matter how you feel about it, they just welcomed a baby boy. Uh, we don't know the name, but it's going to be something weird. It's going to be something weird. It's not going to be Joseph or um, it's going to be something like Moonbeam or Wave. Yeah, or whatever. But, you know, hey, shouts out to them. Uh, he just dropped a new song and video with Rihanna in it. It's actually pretty good. It's oh, pretty yeah. Good. Then, they, then they get married in the video or some shit? Yeah, yeah. So he got talent at times. Um, But, yeah. I hate this uh, <laughs> What? 
I'm I'm just giving you my take on you it. You are hating. How I just well, gave go him ahead his flowers. No, no, ever let go, let let Brandon go ahead and defend his man crush. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that is not my man crush. You go ahead and continue. I'll defend him later. Uh, but yeah, you know they just welcomed a baby boy. Um. Oh, it, it and I saw a side note that Chris Brown congratulated Rihanna. Um, <laughs> could you? That's some shit. Do you no, congratulate your ex? I mean, he just welcomed another child too. Could you congratulate your ex? Because um, I think he was genuine when he meant it. I mean, he has a few kids of his own. Um, this is her first one, and I think his first one, I believe. Um. Could you congratulate your ex? Sure, why not? She ain't mine no more. <laughs> I don't care. I'm having a baby. So yeah, sure. Congratulations. Man, fuck that bitch and that new baby. <laughs> Man, fuck, fuck no, no. You I'm can't congratulate. I'm not congratulating you, bitch. Fuck you. you why the fuck would I? Man, fuck out of here. He look, at Brandon, look at Brandon, the bitter ex. <laughs> Yo, it ain't even about being bitter. It, it ain't is. even about being it's bitter. exactly what it is. Why can't you congratulate him then? That's exactly why, what it is. Why do, I need, fuck why, do I need to, why do I need to go out of my way to congratulate a woman that I no longer deal with? I don't have nothing to do with you anymore. What? what? And not to mention... With that, with with that whole Chris Brown Rihanna situation, everything that's coming gone from that, no, nigga, I'm never putting my name next to hers ever again. There's too much history. There's too I much think, bullshit. Too many headlines. You, you can move past, past it all. You you can move. You can move past it all you want to. I mean, they move past it. I mean, we can't too. Society ain't. Chris Brown will forever be known. Chris Brown will forever be known as the man that beat up Rihanna. I don't give a fuck how much y'all done moved past the shit. I'm like never putting clarify, my name next to hers ever again. You know what? Brand wise, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Brand wise, he should stay far away from that as possible. I agree. Even though I like to always say they just had a fight and he won. That's not how the world sees it. I think it's. I think that's the truth too. <laughs> Another reason I've been oh, saying forget shit. about it. Al- oh, you can forget yeah. about a Rihanna album. It ain't never coming, Bean. It's over. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh ASAP Rocky it, album is coming, but you probably don't want that. I've been saying it for yeah, 59. No. Yo, I've been saying it for 59 episodes. Keep y'all motherfucking hands to y'all motherfucking, motherfucking self. That's how I feel about it. Keep your motherfucking hands. Your motherfucking self. Brandon is a big that, that that's one of Brandon's taglines now. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Did did you have anything to defend ASAP Rocky? Because it sounded like you had something to say. Yeah, just, no. Say I just think I just think that you're you're blasphemous saying that why, he ain't got why? no talent. Why why is that. blasphemous? I've never because said that. I didn't say that. Without so many words, you well actually with more words you did. You said more words than I just said, but 
And no, I'm not. I'm not going through that whole defense thing. But ASAP Rocky fucking brought New York back from where New York wasn't. New York wasn't popping before ASAP Rocky came back out. New York was going through a fucking draft spell. They didn't have no hot rappers. They didn't have no hot singers. New York is still New York. Don't get that twisted. But New York was not the mecca of hip-hop at that time. And then fucking ASAP Mob came out, led by ASAP Rocky, and everything fucking changed. And now New York has had the fucking, what, song of the summer for at least the past 10 years? Oh, hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. This... Ah. All right, turn that off before we get kicked off. <laughs> that was you. That was you, Brandon. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> Fenty fetus. That was you. Ah, I'm shit. Done. That was you. I'm done. <laughs> you love you some ASAP. I'm done. No. Is Brandon Sip of the Week ever for loving ASAP? Right? <laughs> 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 oh, oh my you, God. You got a monologue with some music for Brandon? Oh, oh shit. Oh, it's not. We'll see next not week. Me. We'll see next yeah. week. <laughs> I'm done with you niggas, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not. The biggest ASAP Rocky fan. Like, what what song was that? That was the song of the summer for Ten Summers. What are you talking about? I would have to pull it up to go through Are-ha. it, and I ain't did no research. I ain't talking about ASAP Rocky having the song of the summer. I'm talking about oh. New York. Oh, okay, okay. I always I'm like. Man, I always prefer ASAP Ferg. Rocky's a little hey, boring same me. here, same here. I feel the exact Rocky's same way. To me, I, I ain't gonna. I, I ain't gonna thank you, yo. I so prefer look, I ASAP Ferg. I think Ferg raps better. I'm just saying that. <laughs> look, my my defense for Rocky doesn't come as a rapper. For me, it comes as an artist because, like I said, outside of all the jokes, New York was not the New York we were used to when ASAP Rocky came out. It was on a decline. There weren't any super popular rappers coming out of New York outside of the ones that were already there. Like, everybody was moving to, you know, the South had it on lock for a minute. Midwest had it on lock for a minute. The West had it on lock for a minute. Like, New York was kind of dipping in its uh, musical supremacy that it has been since the beginning of fucking rap music. And then when ASAP Mob came out, led by Rocky, everything fucking changed because the nigga had such a different sound. Now, it did all... Yeah. I don't even want to say he stole Texas sound, though, E. Like, I think that... I think that it was a blend of... And it was Harlem shit. Harlem niggas, all they want to do is be fly niggas. So that's all he was rapping was fly nigga shit. It wasn't nothing but... That nigga was a dipset kid. To me, it was a different sound, but it was just dipset shit, just a, the new version of it. I don't think he's a super, you know, super intellectual rapper or anything like that, but I think that what he did, <laughs> I think that what he brought put eyes back on New York. And I think that he's a better. <laughs> 
I'm fucking. I'm gonna stab you. Um. Stop. 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 Okay. Let me hear. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let's argue. Let me hear it. Uh, I'm about the cat. You gotta have a re- you gotta have a rebuttal. Why I mean, not? You, you, you said ASAP Mob brought led by Rocky. I, it was he was the first nigga to come out. That was it not led by him. Okay, we you wouldn't that. even know about first if Rocky wasn't as popping as he was. What are we talking about? I'm not gonna say they didn't have what their are we moment. About? But Bro, Ferg, Ferg would not exist. If Rocky right. had not put the name ASAP on the fucking map, what are we talking about? You're absolutely right, but I'm talking about as a whole for New York. I don't think they had as much of an impact like you think. Okay, give it to me. Pause. Atlanta's still running hip-hop right now, ain't they? Um, they definitely had a moment where you know they ushered in something different. I, I just think they repackaged the Houston sound for New York. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it brought it brought New York out of whatever funk they were in. Look it up. What what year did ASAP Rocky first song came out? What song uh, did Peso? Twenty eleven. I don't care enough to do that. Twenty eleven. Okay. What was going on in twenty eleven in New York? Otis. Who was out? Otis. Uh, Solidified. Keep going. Otis. Uh, we're talking about 2011, so you got a uh, everybody. Everybody was out. I'm um, talking about you got New York J. niggas that that wasn't solidified. French Montana. And French Montana been out since the 90s. He has not. Early 2000s, then. Okay. Whenever Max B was out, that was before 2011. Okay, 2008. All right. I'm just saying, like, New York wasn't the focal point for music in 2011. It wasn't. It still isn't because the world is much bigger now because of the internet. And that started back in, you know, 2005, 6, 7, 8. But the world was a lot bigger in 2011, so New York wasn't the focal point. You didn't have to go through New York to get popping. But, and you still didn't. I'm not saying, like, he changed the landscape for New York or anything like that. I'm saying that people were not paying as much attention to up-and-coming New York artists in 2011 until Rocky came out and put eyes on New York. And not just through his rap, not just like I'm talking about through his artistry. The nigga was directing the craziest fucking videos. The nigga was writing up all of the fucking the scripts for that shit, the, the visuals for it, directing the shit itself, putting his niggas on and doing fashion all at the same fucking time. It's not I'm not I'm not I wasn't defending him just because of his music. I'm saying ASAP Rocky as the artist. Put eyes on New York again. Okay, I can give you. I, I okay, I can see. What I wouldn't. You're saying. I wouldn't defending just his. I wouldn't defending just his music. Okay, I guess I'm talking about the whole package. Pause. I will say. Uh, <laughs> I'll say one train is one of my uh, favorite songs Ooh, from him. You know, he got some. One train is my shit. 
that's that's my shit. I'll say that. Uh, and if you remember fucking problems, who that had everybody on it. I mean, it had to be yeah. a hit. Girl, you know you want this dick. He said he hate I this like, shit. But I, I like Kendrick. Y'all watch that drink chat? Kendrick and Drake. Like I wasn't listening for Rocky. Did y'all watch Drink Champs? Bobby? What? The ASAP, Did you watch uh, Drink Champs? Did I watch Drink Champs? Yeah. No, I didn't. The, the ASAP, ASAP interview? I, yeah. What, what y'all think about this baby, Fenty Fetus? I'm done with Rocky. <laughs> I agree with being <laughs> read too good for Rocky. <laughs> Next. <laughs> read too good okay, for Rocky. Nah, nah, what's your point, B? You asked, you asked about the... the ASAP Rocky interview. I haven't watched it, but you know what's the point from it? Oh no, there was no point. I was just asking the guy who watched it. It wasn't no oh, point no, to it. No, I'm not. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Watching. Or no, fucking problems. He was talking about fucking problems, and it was one of those songs. You know, a nigga most popular song is the one he usually hates the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was his first single. You got two chains. You got Drake. You got Kendrick Lamar. It. Bro, I know that song is expensive. Oh, yeah. I know it's expensive. Yeah, I know you want this dick. That's the only thing I remember from that song. And they all probably only got one point off of that shit. Yeah, everybody and their mama on that damn song. Man. Man. I I mean, I thought it was... It's cool, but I like One Train. I like One Train. Um, nah, my shit is still like I said, song. you know, his best songs, I think, is with other people. Um, I do have the uh, uh, Live Love ASAP mixtape. It's good. It's good. I still have it. I still have it. Oh, um, I think they put just. I think they just put it out on streaming uh, not too long ago. My um, shit is that long, long live ASAP. That's the one with fucking problems on it, ain't it? I. It's like live love ASAP or it's the same shit. One that's of the mixtape. Yeah, yeah, that's the, what I'm the, talking the about. The album mixtape. is long. The the album is long live ASAP. Um, what you know? What was funny is he had Rihanna in his video for uh, I think it's Fashion Killer. Uh, yeah, him hey, and Rihanna been him and Rihanna manifested been cool that for shit. Years. He manifested yeah. that shit. Just so in ten years, this, I'm gonna get you pregnant, and he did that. This shit. is the same thing. This is the same thing that Summer Walker and I don't even remember that nigga name, but who, whatever Larry. the fuck that nigga Larry. It's the same Summer Walker Larry argument. ASAP Rocky been in the background, being her bestie, being a friend, being there through the Chris Brown shit, all the ups and downs and all that shit. And that nigga finally got his shot and he took it. That's yeah, really all this is. Y'all think yeah. Drake and Br- Chris Brown jealous? Y'all think yeah, they I think Drake is. I think Drake is. Because Drake, Drake was in love with Riri. I don't give a fuck what nobody yeah. said. He probably cried Chris, in the car. Chris Brown just put his name in there because Chris Brown got a fucking album coming out, so he just got to comment on shit that's going on. Okay, yeah, it's promo. I get it. Yeah. Side note, I will be he listening to Chris shit. Brown like he I was in the promo. When 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 Chris Brown drop, I will be coming in here on that Monday or that Saturday, Set whenever music. the fuck we record. We get a whole bunch of music. I will be talking about the Chris Brown album the same way I just talked about fucking Kendrick because Chris Brown is one of them. He just, he gonna be talking the same oh. way he just talked about oh, ASAP yeah. Rocky. Nah, but hey, we can talk Chris about Brown we can talk about we can talk about VA if you want to, nigga. We can go down a whole another hour about VA artists. We, we, two we, up, no, two down. No, we're already two hours and fourteen. What else we got? 
Uh, yeah, it ain't really, it ain't really nothing to say. Dry rapper anyway. I'm playing. Flex has ASAP Rocky when he smashed Rihanna years ago, and he said no because that was his homie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would have lied too. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck? Yeah, I'm definitely going to lie. You don't say that shit because then then you put it in her mind that you're trying to smash and she ain't going to look at you the same like a friend. So I'm going to lie. Hell nah. Yeah, yeah, you put the manipulative. I didn't even realize you posted that. On. Shout out, it's a hard knock life podcast. What's up, Annie? What up, Annie? Great first episode. Great first yeah. episode. I didn't get to watch it live, but I did go back and watch it. So I she, she put you. out a second episode, didn't she? I think she put out a second episode, but I was with the um, I was with I the kids know. and I couldn't watch right away. I saw the one with uh, I saw the one with Diallo on it. Was that that was the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. Okay, yeah, I, I watched that one. I ain't, I ain't went back. Maybe it is too. Um, but no, like go watch, uh, that. Go watch that. Yeah, for sure, Annie. Like we not watch them too. We definitely not telling no. We definitely not telling the girl that we trying to smash that we trying to smash. Especially if we're supposed to be friends. I'm not telling you that I want to smash you. Yeah, I'm gonna be. And a I'm sheep. definitely not going. And I'm definitely not going to go on funk flex and tell the world that I want to smash you. Like. <laughs> Oh, she said that second one was a quick one. She was just talking about Biggie. I'm about to go catch that one. Um, yeah, see, we we probably need to do a um a collab with that because she's talking about music on there and shit. But you know what I mean? Oh yeah, we can definitely do that. D- different. We can talk about that off air. Yeah, we talk about that off air. Um, yeah. but yeah, I ain't really got shit to say about this baby. Fuck that baby. Oh wow, Brandon okay. Ellis. Fuck that baby. That baby ain't got so shit to do with that baby. That baby was born was a billionaire, bro. I don't give a fuck about that baby. <laughs> that baby was born a billionaire. What the fuck can I say about a billionaire baby? I don't give a fuck. Congratulations, I guess. Brandon Rocky said got baby should have got one of the baddest. Like Rocky got one of the baddest ever. Good shit, Rocky. You played your hand very correctly, nigga. You had a royal flush, nigga, and you didn't fold. Look, look, Congratulations. Look at Look, look at him went from defending Rocky to hate well, him. <laughs> right. In, in 2.5 seconds. I know. He he mad ASAP. <laughs> he mad Rocky didn't get him pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you, man. God, I fucking hate you. Um, yeah, that's 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 um it's a billionaire baby. What you want me to say? Congratulations. Fuck that baby. That, that's what I. That's what I got. That's what I got. You exist, billionaire ba- fifty fetus. Yeah, that fifty fetus. What am I gonna say about a fifty fetus? Should have got swallowed. That baby gonna be dripped the fuck out. You got two fashion icons as fucking parents, bro. Like, what the fuck you want me to say? Baby set for life, huh? Set for fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. The baby's grandbabies is set for life. What the fuck? Like, (laughs) (laughs) that child ain't gonna want for shit for the rest of his fucking life ever. Not gonna go, like, it ain't ain't too much to say. And they fucking, they fucking celebrities. We don't know these niggas. We don't even owe her congratulations. I don't know Rihanna. Who's the kid going with? Why is he so mad? God damn. We don't owe her. Uh, we don't owe uh, these motherfuckers. I be hating. Why are you so mad? 
Because I be hating when we get too invested in the personal lives of celebrities. Like, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky don't give a fuck about our congratulations. At all. They don't know us. We don't know them. But people go out of their way. I say that them being celebrity, they live for that type of shit. I wouldn't say they live for it because if, if, if Rihanna lived for it, she'd still be making music. That Fenty shit, that ain't got nothing to do with the same people that like her music. The same people that love Rihanna music don't love Fenty. Some of it's some crossover, of course, but it's not the same crossover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's some crossover, but her whole her whole fandom didn't go out and purchase Fenty. She went to a whole different market and it worked. That's really all. It just worked. But that's not the same. Like, if she was living for these type of people, like, yo, fashion people, they don't give a fuck about you having a baby. You can't model it. I mean, you can. You know what I'm saying? But Oh, it's going to be some baby clothes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Nigga, the next fall line is going to be baby clothes. Baby Fenty. It's going to be called Fenty Fetus. So I, 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 I mean, to close Everett this with out. The, name. Hmm? the Fenty Fetus Collection. They're going to credit so. Everett with the name. As they should. Um, it's going to be the, the ASAP Baby Collection. <laughs> um, <laughs> when is it available? Uh, Tomorrow. It's supposed to say ASAP. ASAP. ASAP, my bad. Oh, I missed that. Missed opportunity. I, miss, I, I missed that layup. I missed that layup. My bad. Right I missed the layup. I missed Look, the layup. Close this out. I think the kid is gonna be with ASAP Rocky most of the time because he already looks like a single mama. <laughs> wow. I think it's, oh, I think it's best that Rihanna gets back to work to actually, you know, puts out stuff that people want. So the kids go be with ASAP most of the Ace? time. Yo, you now I'm back to defending this nigga. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let me put Tony Braxton back up. Taglines and closing got talk about other shit. Oh my god. <laughs> not sucking ASAP oh my big god. Door, bro. Let me put back up Tony Braxton. Nope. nope. No. This nigga is this nigga's a fashion icon, G. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. I don't want YouTube to take us down. <laughs> I hate complaining. Yeah, go ahead and let Brandon Cock eat. Oh Nate's my god! You are a fucking hater, Bobby. Shit, man. Wait till J Cole do some shit, man. I'm gonna come on here and flame Bobby ass because he gonna be fucking Jesus Christ. He just signed a contract to play for some team over in Africa again. Or one of the CBA teams. I don't know. Something something that ain't the NBA. I don't know. Yeah. He ain't gonna make an NBA team. I mean even the shittiest person on the NBA team can walk in any rec center and play 30 games in a row and kick everybody ass. Right. He ain't Master P. Not the laugh from behind the black screen, nigga. Right, right. Uncover your goddamn camera, man. Jesus. 
Oh God! Man. I definitely heard the uh, laugh from nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we can get the fuck out of here again. Um, like, share, subscribe. Hit that little bell button somewhere at the bottom of this damn video. Um, for my Facebook people, people that listen to us on Facebook, uh, they're doing away with the podcast feature on Facebook. Um, hey, hey. Probably because they're not making any money off of it or enough people aren't listening to podcasts on Facebook. So they're doing away with that feature. Uh, technically, it's already done with. They haven't removed ours yet but uh it'll be coming soon so moving forward you guys will not be able to listen to us on facebook our videos are live streamed there so they'll still be up but as far as audio it will not be available on facebook whenever the fuck they get to everybody else i'm assuming with the next update that facebook comes out with um but we are still available everywhere else for our listenership uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, uh, Amazon Music. Um, anybody in their house right now? Siri, play Normal Convos Pod. Fuck it. Y'all about Alexa, to listen to play Normal shit. Convos Pod. Oh, one of them bitches. Um, Cortana. Oh, yeah, no. all, why are y'all girls? Oh, shit, my Google. computer. Sorry, Google. I can't help with that. Oh God! I forgot my computer had Cortana on it. Shut the fuck up, Cortana! Shit. Nobody <laughs> talking to your goofy ass. She likes the stepchild. She likes the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> fuck Cortana. Nothing at all. This the niggas are white people. Um. Oh wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, share, subscribe, rate. It's some gender um, that get it. <laughs> Remind I told you it's the niggas. That's the niggas of white people. They pale as fuck, but they the niggas of white people. Um do they mouth work. <laughs> Gingers oh, wow. love niggas. I don't know if wow. y'all know that. Like redheads love black work. people. Do the carbon master dress. I don't give a Oh wow. This is a family show. Guys, this is a family show. I can give her some color with my baby battery. This is a family family show, guys. Since when? Family show. Family show, guys. Since when? What? Always. Always. (laughs) Since when? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a family show. Oh, shit. Bus. Bus. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, anyway, that we getting the fuck out of here. Um, so shout out to uh, shout out to it's a hard knock life podcast. Shout out to Pussy Talks. Shout out to QWOP, um, Deep Throat Conversations, Flavoring Your Ear podcast, Men vs. Truth vs. Women podcast, uh, HLC podcast, um, Partyville official, of course. Shout out to Partyville. Um, shout out to Matose Visuals. Hey, big facts. Um, again, this will be your last reminder. I will actually know. We'll see y'all next week before I go. Uh, but anyway, next weekend, July 4th and 5th, I will be in Philly for the Roots June Picnic. 4th June 4th and 5th. What'd I say? July. My bad. 
I'm fucked up. June 4th and 5th, I will be in Philly for the Roots Picnic. Um, so if you see me out there, come holla. If you don't, it's whatever. Um, I was looking through our SoundCloud. I was looking through our SoundCloud numbers the other day. Um, our second highest on SoundCloud is from Philly. Unless there's a Philadelphia and Ohio that I don't know about. Um, it might be. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But our second highest listenership is from Philly off of SoundCloud. So shout out Philly. Um, so I might actually get out there and motherfuckers might actually recognize me. But hey. um, so shout out to Philly. Philly we stand I, up. I will be there June 4th and 5th. Um I'm looking for I'm looking forward to this shit, man. I'm getting excited now. Brandon gonna be out there sucking yeah. Rocky's, Rocky's dick. So <laughs> you know what I mean? go out there with you. If you Fuck if you, you like ASAP Rocky, <laughs> he's a fashion icon of the century. Looking See? Just oh, shit. <laughs> he's a new Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> He low key, he might be. <laughs> low key, he might be. Low key, he might be. Go, go watch that fucking. Go watch that drink chips interview. He's a designer too. Yeah. Never mind. I don't really give a fuck. Go ahead. Taglines. Go watch that drink chips interview. No. <laughs> um. Merch is fucking available. Merch available on Etsy. Uh, it has been updated. So um, I did add the uh, you can't uneat my ass shirt for the ladies uh, or the men that like their ass eat and want to let these bitches know that, look, shorty, you can't uneat my ass. Hey. So, um, <laughs> and then I got the companion <laughs> shirt, of course. Over there. <laughs> Never mind. Go watch that first Patreon episode. Um, oh, y'all forgot about that. <laughs> Matter of fact, go subscribe to the Patreon while we're here. Yeah, yeah go, go subscribe. subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com backslash normal convos pod. Mm. Um, I also have the uh, the companion shirt, the You Can't Unfuck Me shirt. Uh, you can buy them together. You can buy them separate. Either way, they both serve the same purpose. Uh, I'm working on the You Can Make Millions or Excuses, but not both. I'm working on that shirt right now. I'm trying to find a dope font for that. Um, so that, that should be up by the end of the week. Um, I think that might be it for any of that. Y'all got anything? Shout outs or anything? Hey, thank you for everybody for tuning in, for the comments, likes, shares, the participation, um, even just watching. I don't care if it was five minutes or two minutes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Thank you to people who purchased merchandise. Um, thank you to everybody who just supported so far. I mean, the likes, comments, shares, all, all of it. We appreciate you. That's all. Sure. And we go keep doing our thing. Yeah, definitely. If you if you rocking with us still this long, we two and a half hours, I really fuck with you. Send, send me a friend request or a fucking Xbox gamer tag shout out or some shit. We gonna play together. Sure. Oh, so I did want to make one announcement. Um, we've been working on this behind the scenes. Um, this will be the first rollout for it, but me and Bobby will be hosting uh, a Street Fighter tournament in the coming weeks. Um, and I'm practicing and too. And we right will now. be that will be part of our content. So we will be recording it. We have not figured out how yet, 
but we will be hosting a Street Fighter tournament. Um, so we're looking for motherfucking ass into Street Fighter. Put some money up, bitch. <laughs> we are looking for eight participants. So it will be me, Bobby, and then eight other people. Um, so if you think you got what it takes to take on me and Bobby, uh, send oh. us. <laughs> um, send us a message. Email us at normalconvospod at gmail dot com. Mm. Um, messenger, whatever. Uh, but yeah, if you want to smoke, me and Bobby is about to give it to you. So, um, that's the only announcement I got for this week. Um, Bobby, did you have any other look? <laughs> Bobby is practicing right now. So. Yeah. Did I have what? I said you practicing right now. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, We're trying to stay on Xbox for the moment. Um, So, if anybody had any plan online, that's the funny part. Um, So, anybody that is on Xbox, uh, if you have the 30th anniversary edition of that Street Fighter, um find me or Bobby on on uh, Xbox. Uh my gamer tag is igreen underscore x underscore ag. Oh no, I don't even think I have the underscores on the Xbox. It's just igreen x ag. Um and then Bobby's look, we got the same damn tag. <laughs> we got the same fucking uh avatar. That's funny as shit. Bobby Drake 327. I'm showing it on the screen right now. Matter of fact, just. <laughs> Texas just texted me. He said he whooped both of our ass. All right, Tex, sign up, nigga. Ooh. Hit the DM. Hit, hit something. Uh, but yeah, Tex wants to smoke. Tex wants to smoke already. So. Where the fuck Rob at? Yeah, that's a good question. Where Rob at? Rob was yeah. talking that shit ages ago, and I ain't heard shit yet. Yeah, but that I, I, was for Budokai Tenkaichi Three. Talking shit. That was for Budokai Tenkaichi Three. Meanwhile, I'm outside in these Street Fighter streets, whooping ass. <laughs> street Fighter Street. For these motherfuckers, and they ain't gonna never show up because they'll never want the fucking smoke. They be purple. Oh purpose. shit. Rob so yeah, purpleaholic. Purpleaholic. That's funny as shit. Uh, you have to take that clip and we're gonna put it up on uh, <laughs> we gotta splice it together and put it up there and tag that nigga. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's our last uh, fuck. that's our last announcement. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, <laughs> this nigga, so for me, uh Worry about your account, not your edges. Uh, when the facts change, I reserve the right to change my mind. Uh, I just remember one that I haven't said in a while. Uh, success is a mind state. Failure is just as much as a mind state as success. Um, I know I got another one. Oh. Together... We bargain, bargain. Divided, divided, we settle. We settle. 
And as always, every conversation that's normal is not a normal conversation. Oh, um, I guess I should look at y'all. All right. Uh, anime and video games are life as y'all can. Oh shit! He didn't froze up. Oh, he done froze up. Oh. Out there, um, continue to be excellent. Be- huh? You froze nah, up. Go ahead. Just go ahead. I'm good. Can y'all see me now? Yeah, you. <laughs> All right. Um, shout out to my kings and queens out there. Keep striving to be excellent because y'all already are. Um, shout out to the fans, listeners, supporters, anybody who bought merch, anybody who um, who um. Like, share, subscribe, follow, left a comment, anything like that. Any type of support, we appreciate y'all because it ain't no us without y'all. Real hey. shit. Um, there's no comfort in your growth zone. There's no growth in your comfort zone. And if you it don't if it don't scare you, you're too comfortable. Um, <clears throat> there's um, you can make millions or you can make excuses. You can't do both. And um. I had a physical the other day and I was talking to talking to him about my weight and he, the physician, he gave me some of the realest advice, some of the realest shit. Um, he told me as far as his weight goes or whatever and exercising and, and all that ain't no shortcut. You just got to force yourself to do it. So that's going to be another tagline. You got to force yourself to do the shit you don't want to do in order to get to where you need to be. So love it. Sure. Cool. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. As far as me, hey, self-improvement is the key. Self-improvement is the key. Those that say you can't or you won't are just afraid of the fact that you will. Also, you might want to wipe front to back. Probably a good idea. Just a suggestion. Um, wipe your ass. Don't be <laughs> running around smelling like shit. Yeah, so we're going to get out of here. Um, again, me and Bobby will be posting. We'll be posting um, the rules and all that shit for the tournament in the in the coming week or two uh, once we get everything together. Um, yeah, I'm about to start doing Twitch and shit like that. Um, oh, that's the other announcement. We are starting a Twitch channel um, specifically for uh, me and Bobby's gaming adventures. So... Um, now I really got to start practicing because you talk, you know, what I mean, you don't talk all this up and I'm fucking around. I'm rusty. I fuck around and get my ass beat online in front of everybody. <laughs> hey, you got to take some L's to get some W's. Um, knowing why you lost is more important than winning. Facts, mm, that's true. We ain't, gonna, we ain't gonna keep making up taglines on the spot, nigga. <laughs> um. But yeah, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, for our Monday crew, our viewership. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good week. Um, take this old ass jersey off. <laughs> y'all have a good week. Uh do something productive every day to make your life easier or better, whichever way you just whichever way you perceive it to be. If you need your life to be better, do something different and productive every day. If you want your life to be easier, do something more productive every day. And it will come. Um, one of the biggest phrases that I used to hate when I was younger is it'll get greater later. I used to hate that shit. You got to um, make it greater for later. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a better way of putting it, but I, I, I understand the meaning behind it now. So, yeah, it'll get greater later if you do the fucking work. Nothing's handed to you. Do the fucking work. Um, and then for my Wednesday people, from our, for our listenership, y'all have a good Wednesday. Y'all have a good hump day. Hump something if you fucking can. And we the fuck out of here. Oh. Yeah.